All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 86. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas and joining me as always from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? I'm not doing it, Fred. No? I'm not I'm not paying for an Ella streaming service, just so you know. Uh, right? So I don't know service. what original programming, oh. all right, is... Uh, Mm-hmm. Go on. Oh, I just made myself laugh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad joke. Just, I don't know what original programming is on this new Delta Plus, but I'm What the fuck it. is Delta Plus? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. I mean, you're, no. you're ahead of the curve than me. I was like, is he thinking about getting Peacock? Like, what's, <laughs> what's happening here? No. No. I forget what I was going to say. What am I doing here? Hold on. Okay. We're doing real good. This is good it's for the a- audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bad week, Fred. Yes, it has, right? Trees. You could not be more correct. It's been a bad week. <laughs> I am like um, going on no sleep. And like, you know, we haven't had like um, power. <laughs> For like three days. I'm sorry to laugh, but before like before the power went. I bet people were before the power went out. Power. <laughs> what you thought I was gonna say? Well, no, I knew you were gonna say that, but like most people who are listening, when somebody says they are on little sleep mm-hmm. and they've been struggling, people, your, your natural instinct mm-hmm. is to be like, yeah, he says that, but he's just having a stressful week or something, and you're like, yeah, I haven't had power for two days. People, you know, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that realigns everything. <laughs> You're like, oh shit, no power. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Oh, listen, just saying. They would find three bodies in our house and maybe two dog bodies. <laughs> See, this this is what happens when you try to make a COVID joke right out the gate. You just get all discombobulated. All right? You get all messed up. You're right. Listen, I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how much this Delta Plus is going to cost us, but I'm not paying Oh, I get what for it. you're saying now. You see oh, what I'm saying? Shit. I'm sorry. I just, that was <laughs> right over Yeah, you the threw head. me off because <laughs> I'm so tired when you said, what's that? <laughs> you know, being a healthcare professional, you and your whole family. And you said, what's that? I said, maybe I got the name wrong. Uh, you know, we just call it, we just call it the, the COVID. We don't, uh, the COVID, the CV, oh, you, we don't, we don't differentiate between Delta uh, and oh, non-Delta. It's all the same to us. Oh, well, there was Delta, right? There is the Delta variant. That's but the, it, but it, right. But that's the that popular it, aggressive. Un, but unfortunately it didn't scare people like they thought it would. So now mm-hmm. they got Delta plus. Yes. And, uh, I don't know what Delta plus has. I think. A couple I think more you get channels. A few, yeah. I think you get a few more exclusive um, uh, side effects from it. No, oh, yes. And uh, symptoms uh-huh. that are only available with, with Delta Plus. So if you want if you want some extra. You know what else you get uh, with Delta boy, Plus? You know what? I'm if you bring it up with certain family members, you get all, all kinds of extra conversation points. Listen, I'm just saying, maybe I'll try it out if you throw in ESPN and Disney. But. Disney's already done it. Oh, wait. Sorry. Yeah. No, fuck. Hulu already did it. Like, I'm sorry. We can't. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about that. I don't know. I'm going to wait and see on this one. I'll wait and see what's on there. (laughs) I'll wait and see the price model. And then maybe I'll get the Delta Plus. But until then, 
I just stick with Netflix. You know, I try to just stick to my own thing. <laughs> yeah. Fred, Netflix. Fred stepping Fred stepping all over my improv tonight. Just screwing me all up. You're supposed to you're supposed to run with the ball, Fred. You're not supposed to just Yeah, I fumbled. You, you just step all I over fumbled. the I'm I'm playing you're supposed like, to keep going. I'm playing like the Kansas City Chiefs right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are those bad improv like nights? Yeah. That, uh, oh, this is people fucking, don't mm-hmm. people don't run with it and they just give one word answers and you're like, okay. Yeah, the open mic night. Uh, give me a location, a comedy club. Okay, you fucking. <laughs> uh. Speaking of improv, well, I, yes. I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you care, but Abby Russell is on G4 now. What's G4? The channel they've they've brought back G four. I'm not kidding. Like you know what? When you said G four, like I remember that, but I'm like it can't be that. So it must be something. No, I don't yeah, know what she's it is. working with the Sess with Adam Sessler. Ah, I like Adam Sessler. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, if you've never met him in the in person, which I know most people haven't, but um, he's an excellent dude. He's an excellent. So, dude. what's this channel on? Is it internet, uh, it's the internet channel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're resurrecting G4, but I think they got some funding or something. I know Ron Funches had like self-funded that jokey, like, uh, I think it was last Thanksgiving or something. There was like a, a holiday special or something. And then um, something must be happening because they also got uh, the guy who did Gamertag Radio. Uh, I always forget his so, name. But is this like this is like the fourth time G four has come back, right? Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> it's yeah, come back a lot, right? I'm, I'm didn't say either, I didn't say she was in something lucrative. <laughs> I was just saying that like it's a, it's just that like you know I mean that here we go. All right. So, well, good luck to him. Yeah, I like Abby we'll, Russell. We'll see. We'll see what 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 comes of that. Um, but I was wondering if she was going to be. Uh, in gaming still because it looked like she wasn't going to be and then now seeing her return i'm like well that's cool and maybe she just couldn't get a job anywhere else which is fair too well, you know, um, but like i don't want to be a negative nancy improv doesn't pay the bills really so yeah i'm not completely convinced g4 lab. does either but uh, <laughs> well you know <laughs> i don't know Oh, and actually, there they did share the meme, you know, that's like the the Anakin Skywalker thing, where it's like I'm gonna relaunch, and she goes in the summer, right? And then it shows him staring, and she goes, "It's this summer, right?" Because it didn't, it hasn't relaunched yet. So, <laughs> but anyway, well, anyways, Fred, mm-hmm. uh, I, I hope I'm not. I'm still a little echoey. I, I'm kind of echoey. We, we don't really have a lot of furniture in the new office yet, uh, so. You just need a bunch of foam. Well, her desk is down. She got the desk. It's upstairs. She got her little corner desk, her little L desk, or whatever, the, the office desk. But that mm-hmm. thing weighs. Uh, she got a real one. She didn't go with like, you know, nowadays, you, uh, Ikea. Everybody just gets like an Ikea something or other. Mm-hmm. She actually got like a real corner office desk. Uh, nice. By, you know, people that make desks. And what I'm not used to. I'm not used to cheap materials. So when I went to lift the box today, oh. I went, oh. Yeah. Because Ikea boxes, you can muscle by yourself mm-hmm. and get them, get them where you need to get them. This one, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to open this box and carry everything down separately. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, so once the desk gets in there, I think, and she gets some stuff on the walls, I think, you know, I think the, uh, the echoiness will go away. But it's looking sharp in here. It looks nice. You know, I got my, I, I did agree. my trim. 
I did all my trim. I boxed in my my basement window, and I trimmed that up. So that's nice. And we got the doors on, and we got the. I, I built the little door that I was upset about last week that didn't have a door. Now yeah. it has a little door. Very handy. And uh, basically, I spent. Uh, Oh, sorry, Friday. Danny Pena. It came to me finally. Danny Pena, exactly. Gamer Tag Radio. Anyway, continue. Okay. Don't know either one of those things. Oh, Danny Pena is a good guy. Anyway. Don't know. Don't know the show. Don't know him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I spent Friday, Saturday, and Sunday um, double duty in Fred. I didn't go to work. Uh, <laughs> my wife and daughter had cheerleading nonstop <laughs> all day, yeah. every day. Because it was all competitions. She did take first place in the regional. Nice. Her nice. team. So that was nice on Saturday. Congrats but, to her. Ours is a uh, couple weeks off. So, But that means I was trying to finish this basement, right, <laughs> with a five-year-old in tow. <laughs> um, so basically I had all my my you know, my chop saws and my, my jigsaws and everything out back on the back table. And uh, so I was like doing cuts and then coming in and checking on him. It took me like days to like just do basic trim and box in a window, but I had to get done. And uh, yeah, and then we had a storm Tuesday and the power has been out since then. The power just came on uh, today, came back on after a few days. So, you know, after all my hard work, I also had like three days of like running cords and keeping gas in a generator. <laughs> and uh, That's right. I forgot you have a Jenny, so... A little one. It's an old one. It's not like one of those nice ones, like built onto the house that costs like ten grand, yeah. which I would love. Yeah. No, it's an old Honda, like gas power generator that wakes the neighborhood up, and I but keep it, it going for three days straight. Yeah, it is a Sorry. generator though. So, because you know what happens when your power goes out in around here, you just don't have power. That's true. We 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 were fortunate because. Uh, that little generator does a lot because I, I run cords off of it. And yeah, we, have two frig- we have two refrigerators, right? And uh, I'm able to power both fridges, uh, run a cord all the way down here to the hot water because we have one of those tankless water heaters, mm-hmm. right? A light, a portable heater that looks like a little fireplace, you know, those things. I used to use it down here a lot. And then also everybody's like switches in fucking phones in everything. So it does a good job. It keeps everybody. Yeah. And then I cook some uh, pizzas, frozen pizzas on the grill last night for dinner. That's always fun. The kids like those are good. Those are good. I like that. You know, we just grab some bread barons or whatever, but you just throw them on the grill, Mm -hmm. low heat, let them cook for a while. Um, Yeah. I think they even have like grill cooking instructions on the boxes nowadays. Do they? I didn't even notice. Uh, You wouldn't need them, but yeah. Yeah. So basically, from Friday until today, Fred, has been like nonstop, no sleep, getting shit done. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, Fred, the Peloton that we mentioned last week yeah. did arrive. Last week, we talked that it was coming in the morning, and I had anxiety about it. Understandably uh, so. <laughs> but, you know, because so basically, I'm cutting trim. My wife's working upstairs, doesn't know it's coming. She knows something's coming, but she doesn't know what it is. So I tell her to close the blinds just in case. And I tell her, don't answer your phone. Because we live in one of those neighborhoods where a Peloton truck would pull up and like 
three neighbors would text her and be like, oh, Peloton, huh? Like, you know what I mean? Before the things mm-hmm. even fucking, the engines even turned off. So I said, uh, uh, hey, don't answer any texts from your friends and just work. And uh, I'm going to be downstairs cutting trim. And uh, yeah, I was cutting trim. And then they, they called. They're like, hey, we're early. I'm like, bring it in. Bring it in. They <laughs> did. They set that bad boy up. And uh, it was very nice. My wife came down very happy. Very happy. But because the room wasn't done yet, it hasn't really been used. I think she went to use it once <laughs> since she got it. Her first ride uh, early Wednesday morning, she got up early and the power went out as she was riding it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't know. That's been my week, Fred. That's been my week has been construction, babysitting, cheerleading, and no power. <laughs> and then you stepping all over my jokes. And then here I am drinking beer, harpoon. Duncan Pumpkin. <laughs> Back in season, baby. That's right. I it sound uh, you sound like you're having a decent week. Eventful. Yeah, but. well, you know, I sound um yeah. I'm off right now because I've drank a beer before we even started. <laughs> I'm down one beer. We haven't started yet. So I'm That's a fair. Like, I'm almost down a beer myself. I'm having yeah. um great divide pumpkin ale. <laughs> Nice. I, how is that pumpkin? Is that strong pumpkin ale? Is that no, strong it's not, stuff? It's not strong. Okay. Uh, I'll get you a percent. Uh, Mine's 5.2. Yeah, those are better. Is that really 6.5? Is this thing really 6.5? strong. Five? See, that's strong, man. Yeah, it and it's not very sweet or anything, but yeah, it's 6.5. It, it's. I've decided that I think it, as corny as it might be, uh, these Dunkin' branded beers might be my favorite seasonal ones like this dumpkin pumpkin is like i think my favorite pumpkin beer it's good it's not my favorite but like it's very good um and it's and it's one of the only pumpkin beers that's mm-hmm. in like a what i would say on the lower spectrum of alcohol amount right. which that's that's always kind of annoying like if i want to get smashed i don't want to do it on expensive sugary pumpkin ales you know mm-hmm. what i mean <laughs> like i'll do that somewhere else um, yeah, but yeah, you know what I'm waiting for, Fred. Hmm. Now that this is out, that means the Dunkin' Donuts variety pack is yes. be around the and corner. I'm, that's what's just hit around here. We got some Boston, the Boston Cream IPA. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, yeah. it's fantastic. Jelly, jelly Donut IPA. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for those. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. I agree. Um, so uh, anybody out there that's listening? If you have a Peloton bike, all right, you find me on there. We'll be Peloton buddies, all right? <laughs> I'm looking for Peloton for friends, Fred, because they have achievements on there like an Xbox. Oh, shit. And, I think, and yeah, you know, that's the, that's what's, that's what my wife's like. I don't care. I'm like, oh, I care. <laughs> I care. All right. That's right. She's like, oh, you care about that, all that social. Like she put her shit to private instantly. And I'm like, oh, no. I said, I like to be held accountable. I want my friends list to see how lazy I am and see how, like I, I need that motivation to be like, oh boy, I got I to gotta use this thing. So I'm looking for Peloton buddies. Anybody, I don't know anybody out there. Uh, you know, I only know a few people from work 
that have them, but like no one on my friend. It was search your friends list to see if anybody's like logged on with a. Oh, that's note. good. But no one. It says you have zero Facebook friends that have connected a Peloton. I'm like, oh man. But you can find me on there. You know, I don't mention my little my gamer tags often. I don't think we ever do because you just good call point. me trees. Yeah. But uh, if anybody wants to find me on uh, Xbox, PlayStation, or Peloton now, Trees Lounge. Zero zero capital T capital L double zero. Wow, and, uh, all one yeah. word. And uh, and I'm spiders venom s p y d e r s v e n o m on everything but Peloton. <laughs> you know what's funny is like they showed up. I'll tell you this, and I said this to uh, my wife. I said they are. Uh, I guess an older reference would be Apple. Like a newer reference would be Tesla. But they are like the Apple of like workout equipment <laughs> yeah do you know what i'm saying like everything's fucking slick like sure they show up in a black peloton van that and remember we just talked about like contractors like nobody everybody's contracted out nowadays like mm-hmm. in the old days like people would come wearing the work shirt with their fucking logo on it like their actual company now it's just like everything's contracted out you just get whatever company shows up to put your rug in right you don't get like <laughs> dean's rug service anymore or anything like that it's just like random people oh they're in they're in full peloton fucking outfits like and they look nice. like they're fit like they showed up and they looked fit made me feel sad i'm like oh man i gotta get i I got to fit in one of these Peloton outfits. And then they... Um, yeah, you got to be in good shape to be a Peloton oh delivery my God. guy. And then they set, they set that Peloton up, man. And they're like, turn that screen on. It has that giant, like, you know, there's no bezel. It's like a giant, like, Tesla iPad. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It's like full screen. You're like, oh, you're like, this thing's... And the bike's just like slick looking. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it is nice. And you're like, ooh. And then he's going through all the... And all the men use a slick, and then they're like, "Oh, here's your shoes, right? The shoes are fucking slick, like the box. You know when they have good packaging, and the box opens in a cool way. And you're like, oh yeah, oh, shit with the logo all, and they have a shop logo, Fred. You know it's all black with just the red Peloton P. And you're like, oh. <laughs> and then the shoes, Fred. The shoes are dope. The shoes are like they have two Velcro st- straps, and then like a, it's like a um like a ratchet. Like it's a strap, and then it has a little like lever that ratches it tight. You're like, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit. So, yep, that's what I said. I said, I said they're the Apple of fucking workout equipment, man. I just I feel more superior than you just owning one, Fred. <laughs> like I feel like I'm better You're, than you and yeah. And most of our audience, listen, I just feel better than you guys because I have one. You know what I'm saying? You're probably not wrong. <laughs> But you can join me. You can join me on my my journey. I love it. Like it has like um, you know the app and everything. It ties everything together. But it has like just all your stats, and then it just has these achievements and shit. And I'm like, I want those achievements. Yes. I just want them. You know the deal. I don't have to explain it to you. No. Nope. And, no, and they're actually little like symbols. You know, like little badges you would get. And I'm like, I want those. My wife like, why? Why do you care? I'm like. Oh my god! This is why I'm a happier person in life know? than you, honey. How do you not know? That's right. That's why my life has been more fulfilling than yours, honey. Because I understand these things, and you don't. Right? <laughs> Anyways, man. But it, it, you know, I'm very excited 
to actually use it because since the kids, I don't get to the gym anymore. Since my, you know, in the old days, you know, I used, everyone knows I used to work nights and, uh, you know, it's easy. It was easy to go to the gym every day after work and then come home before shit started, you know, mm-hmm. but now my, I work right in the middle, smack dab in the middle. And then I don't, can't get to the gym. So I'm kind of excited to like, sort of like, at least get my cardio going again, man. You mm-hmm. feel good. You feel better when you, when you work, you know, the deal you work out, just your anxiety and just, you feel better. So yeah. I'm somebody excited. who hasn't worked out in a while. Yeah. I mean, I mm. walk right now. I walk mm-hmm. long distances, which I'm sure a lot of people would think is actually a workout. Um, yeah. but I'm hoping to get back to the gym tomorrow, but I don't know. I'm training on I, call. We'll see how it goes. I missed the gym, man. I, it was a good hour, you know, a few days a week of like just getting stuff out, you know, running, mm-hmm. just working out, man. So I'm excited. And, and, you know, and of course they have the cool, you know, they have all the live classes you can take with the instructors, but then they have all just, everything's just on demand. All classes get like recorded, you know, mm-hmm. but then you can just watch them on demand. And then they have uh hashtag friends, uh, hashtag hashtags. I'm slurring my words already. They have they hashtags. hashtags. Fred. <laughs> oh, hashtag Fred. Um, but yeah, you can have hashtags on your profile. And what those do is <clears throat> they sort of like, they put you in a group of other people that have that hashtag, right? So for example, say like one of the ones they recommend, right? Because you knew there's like Peloton newbies or like, you know, you know, Peloton dads or Peloton moms, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And what that does is if whoever has that hashtag, if you click on that hashtag, it will show you all the people that have that hashtag. And then you can see their profiles. And then it will tell you, like when I log on to the bike, like it will pop up and say, there's people in three of your hashtags. If you look, it'll be like, there's 856 people from this hashtag, like working out right now. Here's what they're doing. And you can join. Hmm. You know, and then I guess during like my buddy was telling me during live classes, like if there's a popular hashtag, people the the instructors will shout it out. You know what I mean? They just mm-hmm. be like, oh, we have a lot of dads of Peloton in here today, and I just think that's neat. I think that's I a like fun that social yeah. thing, and because um, they obviously are hiring these people, right? This is live, mm-hmm. so that I yeah, mean, there's like the Peloton. There's Peloton, like, yeah, they're Peloton instructors. And they're all over the world, right? Because this class is, like, 2 in the morning from, like, Germany. And so you can take oh, that. Oh, man, I want to take the German Peloton yes. class. I bet it sounds aggressive as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And, and it has subtitles, right? You can turn the subtitles on or off. Oh, it's my even buddy better. Said, oh, then my, I got to do my it. Buddy, my buddy said he took a, a Spanish one. It was, like, a hot Spanish girl. He goes, I didn't have the subtitles on. I didn't know what she was saying. Didn't care. You know what's crazy, Trees? I wouldn't need the subtitles. You wouldn't need them. I know. I'm jealous. I can can listen to Hot Spanish Spanish. Chick without subtitles. Um, So I have have three hashtags, Fred. (laughs) I took the the two (laughs) suggested ones, right? What are you laughing at? What do you think? They could be some derogatory thing? I kind of do, yeah, but prove me wrong. They're very normal. (laughs) The two two that suggested was the ones I mentioned, right? Like Peloton newbies and, and... Yeah. Peloton dads, but then the third one I thought I was going to be slick by having like a Star Wars reference. Oh, okay, okay. So I, I, hash, going. I hashtag this is the way. Nice, nice old mandolin. Yeah, it's like you know, 
thousands. This is a, it's part of like a hashtag that has like you know six thousand people or something in it. And I was like, oh, I thought it was being original. <laughs> Fucking anyways. No, there's a good um, correlation between Mandalorian watchers and Peloton owners. It turns out. Yeah. And it has a camera on the fucking screen. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's just camera for. Because the instructors can't see you, right? So Are you sure about instru- that? Ah, that's what they say. Okay. I think the instructors... <laughs> if they say the it, then I believe it. The instructors can see who's in the class. Like, they can see the names. Because <clears throat> my mm-hmm. buddy said, like, they will shout, shout you out if you're, like, doing good. Or if it's, like, your 100th ride or your first ride. Like, you know what I mean? They, they're able to Yeah, to encourage you out. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, which is neat, right? That's a neat Yes, it's good. Thing. And it's it's kind of necessary for, a, like, classes. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. Some of these classes have, like, thousands of people in them, right? So it must it must Right, but you can call out people. certain people, and that encourages people. Let's right. face it. When you hear someone get called out for doing a good job, and it's not you, mm-hmm. you're encouraged to do better to but, see if you can get called out. But I would assume the instructor's bike is popping up names of people that are like in groups, right? Like people that are in the top. There's no way it's displaying thousands of names, hundreds of names at once form. It must be like, this is this person's uh, first ride, or this is this person's hundreds ride. Like it must Mm -hmm. single people out and put it form. Like these are the top 10 people in your class right now. You know what I mean? Or these are the the top 10 failing people. So they can say like, yo, let's, Keep it up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine that's how it works. There's no way they're scrolling as they're trying to do a class, scrolling through hundreds of names. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I, um, I almost wonder if there's an algorithm that, like, that's what I random mean, yeah. people and stuff like that, yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's you can connect it to your Facebook and Spotify and all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because if, cause if you look at a class, it will tell you, like, you know, obviously you can filter all the classes by like how long and what you want to do. Um, but it will tell you the playlist that that class will have. Through, mm-hmm. um, like it will tell you all the artists' names. So I guess during a class, if a song comes on you like, you can heart it. And it will put it in your Spotify or your iTunes. That's cool. Favorite songs. Yeah, there's a lot of integration. And I noticed in my settings, there was a check mark if I wanted uh, Facebook um you know, video call, whatever, mm-hmm. like messenger video. So I suppose you could just talk to people on it, but you know, I don't, I don't need that. Uh, <laughs> I suppose that's what that camera's for. I don't need that Hopefully, in my oh, life. I don't need that. I don't need. To, but I, I did, I did think, and then they have the the basic rides. We it's no classes, right? You can like pick Hawaii, and just mm. it's like you're riding down a road in Hawaii. But you can take a scenic route around some some islands and shit. I don't know. It's pretty pretty slick. A lot of shit going on. So, you know, that's my Peloton review, people. And I, I haven't like even used and I haven't even used the bike yet. I haven't had a chance. But I'm ready. I'm I'm super excited. I already picked a bunch of classes on my app and it puts them on the bike for me. So they're waiting for me. I have a bunch of be- beginner classes. So teaches me how to use the bike and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even fucking put the shoes on. I couldn't even get the shoes on the pedals. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Because they're clips, right? They're like, yeah, the pedals aren't pedals. They're just these like little two stirrup things and, and the shoes click into them. Mm-hmm. And then, and I got, so I put the shoes on, I clicked in and then I couldn't get out. And I'm like, how the fuck? I can't get out. So I had to like, this Peloton 101 videos that show you like little 15 second clips of like how to use everything. And you're supposed to like kick your, your heel out and it pops uh-huh. them out. 
but I have a bad knee. I can't twist my fucking knee. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, so I popped it out. Like I finally got out there. My buddy was like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. My wife, my wife almost tweaked her knee doing that. Cause you got to pop it out. So he goes, what you do? Your good leg, you know, you pop that out. He goes, then you just unclip the sneaker and take your foot out of the shoe. And then you just pop it. You just, <laughs> I'm like, that's smart. I didn't think of that. It's well, it's also funny to me because um we've hit that age, right? Where <laughs> I can't get out of my, dude, my fucking cycling uh, popping sneakers. your knee and stuff like that. Like and like unironically, we're like, Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. There you go, there you go, the younger audience out there. I gotta fucking take my foot out of my cycling sneaker because I can't get off the bike. That's right. You're in there, man. Those things aren't coming out. They're oh, I'm well there. aware. Oh, God. <laughs> I tell you this. So you cycle, right? You, you ride No, bikes. I don't you know, cycle, you... but I know some cyclists. Um, well, let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you this. Uh, I sat on the seat just to fool around the screen, and my ass was already hurting after like a minute of yeah. just, I'm like, oh, my God. My wife's like, oh, yeah. Because she has these weird cycling pants. I have these like stupid looking pads on the butt. Oh, like yeah. Like, they look ridiculous. But she's like, they might look That's ridiculous. She goes, but they fucking, they oh, work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my buddy said that. He goes, first week, he goes, your feet and your ass, he goes, they're going to fucking be in, like, agony. He goes, but after a week, you're all good. You're all good. You're all good. You get, he goes, you got to work through that week of, first week of pain. I'm ready, Ben. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. So... It's gonna be a good time. So any 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 people out there with Pelotons, man, add me. Add me. We'll be Peloton buddies. We'll keep track of each other's stats. You know what I'm saying? I send messages saying you're lazy. Motivated. I like that, right? Motivation. You know I mean, yeah, get it going. Yeah, I've been using it in three days. You piece mm-hmm. of shit. <laughs> oh, all right, man. I just need right. that little thing like out in front of me telling me how much I paid for it. That's the carrot on the stick. <laughs> You've only you've only used uh, you've only used two dollars worth of your forty dollars subscription this week. Yeah, no, it'll break down. My, like, here's how yeah. much you've paid for each hour you've been on this because of you. Like, yeah, oh yeah, that'll get first me off, going. Right, first of all, don't remind me that I paid for this thing because right now. Oh, I wasn't talking about you. We don't need to worry about. There was no money right? exchanged if you don't <laughs> want there to be. Ah, <laughs> uh, but you know what. I can be honest. Uh, it was a rough start to this show, I think, but I'm feeling good now. I'm, good. Get, I'm hitting the groove. I'm, I'm getting the groove. <sighs> what yeah. about you? Um, how, was, how was your week? You okay? You my week right? was my week was rough. Health wise, I'm fine. Um, <clears throat> I I spent a lot of money this week too. Uh, I don't have a fun um, story about something that wowed me though. Um, so. My car had an issue with <laughs> its good. thermostat last week. Uh, okay. I uh, got up on Saturday morning. I'm trying to remember what I was doing. Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, I got up on Saturday morning to do something. I forgot what I had to do because this was two Saturdays ago. But I had to do something. I got up early. Oh, I had to go get my blood drawn. I had my physical. <clears throat> And I'm happy to say I am in the lowest weight I've been in in my entire 30s. Nice. Um, yeah. And all of my uh, labs came back 
in uh, normal reference ranges. Um, and I was real happy about my cholesterol. So here's where we get real old trees. This will be brief, but um, typically speaking, um, you know, when people say they're happy about their cholesterol, it's because they've had cholesterol problems. I've never had traditional cholesterol problems in my life. My cholesterol is always low. And for people who need a numerical value for low, traditionally my cholesterol is between 100 and 130. High cholesterol is anything over 200. So I'm well under that mark. The problem is HDL, which is your good cholesterol, um, Mine was always in like the upper 30s, lower 40s. Um, that's not great. And especially even though I've got low cholesterol, like your ratios are off. You know what I mean? And I've always just traditionally had low cholesterol. So we've always been trying to figure out how to get me to raise it. And traditionally, your HDL goes up if you work out. <clears throat> and uh, in just proving that like not all things work for all people, you know, the nurse would always be like, you just need to work out more. And I'm like, I work out seven days a week. And she was like, yep. <laughs> work out more than that. And my wife wow. explained to me that in, in the medical world, that's code for they don't fucking believe you. Um, but yes, there was a time in my life where my cholesterol was, my HDL was like 38 and I was working out for one to two hours, wasn't married, didn't have kids for uh, seven days a week, every single day, no days off for like mm. probably six months straight. And it never went up. Come to find out it's diet. My HDL is now in the 50s. <laughs> so, and to be clear, I want to make something very clear to people. Just because your HDL is in, you never really want to be under 40. But if you're in the 40s, don't feel too bad. And especially if you're particularly thin or uh, I, largely females, I think, have higher HDLs. Like, you'll get in the 60s, 70s without much issue. Um, it's just we're all built differently. Most guys will usually be in the 40s, 50s. So, anyway, I was happy about all that. Um <clears throat> Uh, and, uh, yeah, pretty much clean bill of health. My knees were all fucked up. And then of course they were healed. Um, and, uh, they weren't hurting me anymore, you know? And then I, my appointment for the ortho finally came up. So I called up to ask like, should I take this appointment or not? And the secretary was like, now, hon, you're not going to get anybody to tell you not to come in for an appointment you've made, especially if you had a problem. She goes, but. I'm not going to give you medical advice, but I am going to tell you what's going to happen. If you're going to walk in here with no symptoms, no swelling, and no problems, you're going to be wasting your money. (laughs) Mm. And I said, okay. So I canceled that appointment. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, knees are back to normal, but I'm taking it real easy. Meaning I'm still, um, I'm not icing them very much, but I'm still throwing them on the heating pad at night. Uh, But it doesn't seem to be doing anything, which is good, right? Like that's a good thing. Um, No harm in the heating pad. It's starting to get cold around here. I can't tell you the weather by my knees, which is always a good sign. Um, And I'm walking the dog. So we got the, the, the corgis at about a year old. And so I'm walking him quite a bit. I'm walking him about a mile and a half to two miles a day. So um, he's getting his, his steps in and so am I. So, <laughs> so we're doing good. Um, but anyway, I was, wa- I was going to get those bloods dr- uh, that blood drawn because I don't want to do it on the day of the appointment because one, sometimes the lab is slow. As a person who works for the lab, I can tell you that. Uh, not everyone works with the due diligence that we'd like them to. Plus... Shit fucks up in the supply chain. Supply chain issues. Um, so I go and do it in advance, but you have to be fasting. Um, and so 
which means you haven't eaten. And so I like to wake up like early on a Saturday morning and just run up to the outpatient lab and get them drawn. And then, you know, you know what comes right after that, right, Trees? Gotta get you some mm-hmm. fucking Dunkin'. Like, For I sure. mean, it's right there by the lab. Like, it but would be foolish of me to just, like, ignore Duncan. Like, Duncan's been there for me. I should be there for it. Um, That's right. But uh, anyway, and then I'm driving back, and I'm like, this was a good morning. The donut tastes great. I think I got a maple long john is what I think I got. And so I was that was tasting great. I'm like, this is, this is going to be a fucking awesome day. I got all these plans for today. It's going to be awesome. Check engine light goes on in the car. I'm like, motherfucker. So I call my wife. We're supposed to go to brunch for her birthday with my mom at a cafe. And I said, all right, uh, I need you to do something that's going to piss you off. Call my mom. Tell her we're going to be we were supposed to meet for brunch at 11. Uh, This this was probably like 10 o'clock. I said, tell her we're going to be a little bit late when you you and Autumn don't have to rush. I had my book with me anyway. I said, um. But I need to run this by the the dealership, and I bet they're going to want to keep it ideally just today, but I bet this doesn't get taken care of today. It's a Saturday, and I have no appointment. I said, but I got to go check, get it looked at. And so I was like, just come pick me up. And she goes, okay. Go there, get it checked. They throw in the computer. It's because of um, an issue with my thermostat. And I'd actually had this issue one year ago today. <clears throat> but when they went to go fix it, it started kicking in again. And the way I know it was my thermostat was the fans inside the car would blow at full speed. Think of it as like, you know, your PlayStation when you're running anything on it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and the temperature gauge, you know, the temperature gauge that's on your, your car? Yeah. Needle was buried, but it worked. Like it wasn't the needle that was broken, but it wasn't understanding the temperature of the car. It was always at zero. And oh. so... Um, they told me that like they went to go fix it and it started working again and they couldn't do anything about it. I come to find out that was a shitty answer. This was the dealership though. So it was the same dealership. So they stood by that previous statement. So they said, all right, we're going to get this looked at, but we're probably going to have to replace your thermostat and fix any damage that that's done. And I said, okay. And she goes, now here's the part you're not going to like. I know I'm not going to do it today. We're closed on Sunday. You'll be lucky if we get to it Monday. <laughs> So we dealt with all that. And so we had to go the weekend and Monday when I had the doctor's appointment and all my daily chores. My wife didn't have to go to work because she doesn't work a traditional schedule, but she needs the car for herself. So it was kind of tough to share the car and everything. We struggled through all that. They got it taken care of uh, late Monday. So I I got to go pick it up right after work and, um, and it was all warranty repair. So they did a, they replaced the thermostat and a couple other things and it was all under warranty. So it was free also. My wife was like, oh, that's good because I hope that wasn't too expensive. So then fast forward to the next Saturday. My wife, oh, it was actually last Friday night. My wife calls me and she goes, I'm up the street at the gas station. I was getting gas right before I got home and now my car won't start. Mm. I was like, okay. Um, So I went up to the pump. Uh, I drove up there. Went up there and you turn the key and just, right? And I'm like, I wonder if it's a dead battery. The weird thing of it, though, was that everything else in the car was working. So I learned something maybe you already knew. I'm not much of a car guy, but that can happen. You know, but the problem is, is you might, in trying to turn it on like that, blow the starter. It's very Mm. easy to do. And so you might get it towed to like advanced auto parts, get a new battery in there, and then it still won't start because now the starter's blown, right? So 
but we didn't know any of that. And of course, I have a brother-in-law, which I think he listens. So, bro, I'm sorry, I'm about to throw you under the bus. Oh, no. um, I have a brother-in-law who knows cars. He's an automotive tech. Uh, that's not what he does for a living. He's in IT now, but he knows cars. Does he come out and help us? Does he look into this? Does he give his opinion on anything? Not really. No. He says it sounds no. like a dead battery. Okay, it sounds like, why don't you get off your ass and come out and look at the car? Because what we did was we didn't want to tow it that night, right? It was a mm-hmm. cold Friday night, and I had already gotten the takeout home. There was hot barbecue, KC barbecue waiting for my wife. We just wanted to get home. We throw, And we're at a big gas station. There's gas stations around here called Quick Trips. Everyone's probably got their version of it, but they have, like, ample parking. It's also a safe place. They have, like, little areas inside that are considered, like, a safe public place to do, like, Craigslist stuff. They've mm. got, like alcohol and sodas and you know all your 7-eleven stuff they do like they make pizzas and you know all that shit it's it's a a very safe place to do that so we just threw it neutral moved it to one of the parking spots and left it there right it's literally up the street you could walk there in 20 minutes you can drive there in two um so the next morning we get to tow it well with roadside assistance and on your insurance you get one tow right it's your one shot and so I was like, well, we don't know any garages. The one garage we used to use went under. <laughs> That'll happen in COVID. So let's take it to the dealership. We wait four hours for a tow truck because they kept trading us off. And I don't actually feel bad for the tow truck. Or I don't hold the tow truck company accountable because they were just like, look, like there's lots of weird accidents that happen on Saturdays. We have to triage. We have to prioritize. And um, half my drivers called in and we don't fire them over that because we need them. Like if we fired him over it, we wouldn't have anybody, you know? And so they're like, we just run without, with less drivers. And you know, you talk to your parents and I don't know if you have an opinion or like my mom and stuff. And she goes, that's just not right. Society owes it to us to have ample tow trucks. I'm like, ma, like you can't get anyone to fucking work at Target. You can't get anyone to work in food service. You can't do any of those things. And she's like, yeah, they really should get out and get a job. I can't believe they don't have jobs. And I was like, yeah, I don't know how they're making it work. But the way society treats the healthcare professionals helping them, I shudder to think how they treat the average Chipotle employee. I really don't blame them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so this is the state. You get a pandemic going. You treat everyone like shit. You give them no exit strategy. And you wait four hours for a fucking tow truck. I'm lucky I got one at all. I was That's like, right. so they finally towed us. Tow truck driver guy was great. I tipped him. Like, he wasn't the problem. Once he showed up, he got us towed fast. And so, um, and he was a hilarious guy. I mean, he was good spirited. He was nice. They always try to do that thing where they're like, let's see if we can get your car going. Right. Mm-hmm. And I told him the thing and he goes, yeah, your starter might be blown your battery, maybe both. He goes, I could try to jump it, but the moment you try it, you could blow your starter. And then I got to tell you anyway. So he goes, if you want to tow, I think we should just tow you so you don't have to wait any longer. And I was like, okay. Again, they let you make your own decisions. You know, there's some alpha male listening to this right now who's like, oh, motherfucker doesn't know how to do cars, doesn't know anything. He should have just, yeah, anyway. So we go there. They said they were going to get it done in time. We wait and wait and wait. Autumn's exhausted and bored. It's like a Saturday morning. We've wasted our whole Saturday. I think we called the tow truck at 740. It's now like noon. And then we waited and waited and waited. Finally, at about two, I think it was. They were like, okay, we got you ready. Let's go. And we go up there to pay and he goes, the tech comes up and he, he like whispers something to the guy and the guy looks like completely disheveled. And he goes, I'm sorry. He goes, our tech didn't check if we have batteries in stock. The battery for your car is not in stock. 
Mm. You can't replace it. And he said they figured out it was just the battery. It was going to be, and it was higher priced than I'd like. I think at Advanced Auto Part, it was like 200 bucks. But uh, you got to, you know, and there's other stuff involved. For them, they did the whole diagnostic check plus the, this is what you get when you go to the dealership. I know this. Uh, and the battery is a little more expensive. It was like 230 or something. So the total with labor of replacing the battery and everything was going to come to like 270 A little higher than I'd like, but at least I was at a place that could fix any uh, anything else that was wrong with the car, mm-hmm. right? So I was happy about that, but then they don't have the battery. So then we're without a car again on Monday and we had to do the whole thing. Um, and, uh, and Julie's mom loaned the car in a pinch. That's the one good thing with retired parents, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, three out of four of our parents are retired. Um, and so, uh, so we go to, so Julie had to go pick up the car on Monday. Okay. And this is my, always my fear. And I always run into this when she goes to pick up a car. I'm like, just, just pay what we agreed on that 278 or whatever. Just pay it, get your car and go. Don't do anything. They tell you they're going to try to hit you up with stuff. Da, 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 da. Okay. 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 Get home. Yeah. Here's the invoice. It was 478 or something. 438. And I was like, wait, what? She goes, yeah, you can look at it. And I was like, what are all these things? And she goes, well, they said I needed a new engine filter. And I don't recall ever changing the engine filter. So I should have done that. I was like, that's the fucking air filter. And she goes, yeah. Can't you burn an engine with an air filter? I said, no. Who told you that? She goes, he said. I was like, god damn it. I told you don't. Mm." (laughs) He got her good, bro. To the point that she felt bad. And I wasn't mad at her. Right. Um, but like he charged her sixteen ninety nine for a uh for an air freshener. Oh. He replaced oh, yeah. her cabin filter when she didn't ask for it. He oh, replaced he went deep. what? He went deep. Yeah. He went to I mean, think about it. We were gonna pay two seventy eight when all was said and done for a repair and he just changed a bunch of filters in the car (laughs) not the oil not the pvc valve those are other common ones but at least those i i hold a little more weight with now he just changed Mm -hmm. a bunch of air filters and did a bunch of random bullshit and then there was certain line items on that bill i couldn't even understand like he his total with everything parts and labor uh, pre uh, post tax and everything on the invoice is like 390 but he charged her 438 like I don't understand. Mm. Yeah, I was not happy with them. I was I like hate we, dealing with that shit, man. Yeah, I said we're not going to that dealership. We'll go to a different dealership if we need it until we can find a good garage that I like. I was like having a good garage and a mechanic, but these days like they're not hurting for business. They need people mm-hmm. to back the fuck off and get a reliable mechanic in the shop. You know what I mean? And yeah. so nowadays, if I've got like a buddy who's got a shop, I almost am hesitant to bring it there because it's like now I'm using you for something you don't need any more work for, right? Every shop is backed up to high hell. So anyway, it is what it is, but it's just like it always costs money. It always fucking costs money and they always go out. Like I could be off base here, but I feel like they always target women. That second she was there alone, they were going for it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, unfortunately, it happens with a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Take advantage. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, anyway, but we have now cars that are working fine. They're working great, you know. Well, that's good. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. You paid. For- <laughs> good, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
It'd be worse if you paid it and it still worked like shit, I guess. No, oh, then we'd be having a different conversation. Not so, you and me, but me and the dealership. Yeah. But, but yeah, so anyway, did that stuff. Uh, let's see. Other than that, uh, it's been pretty good. Like we've just been, uh, we took photos. We took uh, like family, family photos. Family. Yeah. Were you holding up a fake fence? No, we went out to the woods. We went out to the woods with a friend. I found an old picture. Yeah. I don't know if you had this. I don't know if there's an East Coast thing, but there's studios when I grew up called like Olin Mills. Okay. It was like, I mean, this tells you my mom, she took us to Sears. Same thing. So in Sears, they would have these little photo studios and it was Olin Mills. Like that would be the little gold scribe at the bottom Mm -hmm. of the family picture. So I don't know if it was, it was a franchise, but I don't know if it was all over the country or just east coast might have been and, uh, and we have some of those my and my daughter's dying laughing because you know <laughs> it's like a meadow behind us and we're holding we're like holding onto a fence mm-hmm. and i used to explain to him like oh yeah like you'd go into the mall or see as i said in front of everybody it wasn't like you went Oh, yeah, a, like no. it was a separate studio. It was just no, a studio that was the in mall. the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And so people were shopping and you're holding up a fake fence and there's a big roll behind you. <laughs> like, like, you know, like a movie screen, mm-hmm. like the old movie screens you'd pull down. And it was just all different pitches. I said, and you got to pick what you wanted. Meadows. And yeah, a I remember those. That's exactly what we went through. Yeah. And they would just pull them down. Sometimes and she'd rotate it. them. Yeah, and then they had props. They were like carrot top. Yeah. They had props that a wagon wheel <laughs> like or a fake top. fence. Some <laughs> shit you had to hold on to. <laughs> yep. Oh, I know. 70s, man. Late 70s, early 80s. It was crazy. And, you know, you look at those pitches now and you're like, God damn, that's crazy. And that shit went away for years, right? Like it dead dried up like at the end of the 80s through the 90s and then glamour shots came out. And mm-hmm. it was like a reimagining of the old – all the mill studios in the mall, you know. Well, and uh, Julie and her brother actually—I don't think they went to a Sears or anything—but they recently did something like that. It had the laser lines and stuff from the '70s, and they wore pajamas, uh, like onesies. It was hilarious, and gave it to their parents as like a gag gift for Christmas. Ugh. So, but uh, anyway, <clears throat> yeah. All in all, uh, I haven't gotten in too much gaming, which we'll get to, but. Um, but uh, been watching a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. So, you know, with Chase, uh, I continue to do the Friday 13th stuff. And so um, we're getting along. Uh, we just released the episode on part six last week, and we've already recorded uh, in advance some other episodes. So we're getting there. But yeah, we have, I have watched me a lot of Friday the 13th. Oh, God. <laughs> did you get to, did you get the, uh, X, that's my favorite. So that'll be the last one, actually. And then we're going to wait and see if we get renewed. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, and then I'll see if Trees wants to, or sorry, Trees, if Chase wants to renew me for either, uh, you know, I, I'm guessing he'll want to do a Friday the, or a Nightmare on Elm Street one before we do Freddy versus Jason, but I'm not sure. Uh, but he did say we're going to just do Jason 1 through Jason X for now. So, mm. and I should also point out, this is not a horror podcast. It just happened to be his like icebreaker. He likes to take like things, uh, music's definitely on the table, TV shows, books, things like that, and get a co-host and then go through like a series. So 
I, he's not got any plans to this to do this. I'm giving an example. He might get with someone and go, okay, let's read all the Harry Potter books and do an episode on each book, right? Or he'll get another guest and go, let's do Rage Against the Machine and do an episode on each album. You know what I mean? Like that's what he's planning to do. And so I was just the first series he did. So, so yeah. So his show will keep going. I highly recommend people check it out and listen to us. You can hear me really tired and drunk on the first episode, and then it's pretty straight-laced the rest of the way through. Um, but uh, but I just adore those movies, and I know so much about them, and so does Chase, actually. Like, I don't want to discredit him. Like, the whole reason was we both were, like, fanatics. Um, and I look forward to seeing, like, his next guest and what he's going to do there. Um, we are going to have a special guest for Jason X, so a, a third <laughs> guest. So, and it's not trees, uh, not <laughs> even though not. we might have made it sound that way. Um, but uh, I look forward to that one. So, but we're there. Like, uh, I think I just have to watch and record Jason Nine and Ten. So, um, but we oh, yeah. they they release them weekly. Yeah. So, um, we're through the power the Paramount ones. Although, if you're listening, you haven't we haven't released all those episodes yet. So. But uh, yeah, so oh, you know what? Nope, we haven't done eight yet. I, that's a fanat- That's a fantastical world in which I haven't done eight yet. Never mind. Uh, eight, nine, and ten. So, but uh, but yeah, so doing that, um, and then we started watching. Um, oh, what's the the fucking um, the huge show on Apple TV Plus that everybody loves? I don't loves. have that. Yeah, I know. It's got Jason Sudeikis in it. Everyone's screaming it right now. Hold on. There we go. Jason Sudeikis is in Ted Lasso. So, yeah, I wanted to watch, uh, you know, somebody at work was like, you should watch Ted Lasso because everyone at work is like, you should watch Ted Lasso. I had no idea what it was about. And um, I will go on record and say, it doesn't matter what it's about. I'm not about to tell you. Uh, It's just a, uh, seriously, like, it's just a kind of a sitcom, 30-minute episodes, um, but it's not so much of a Seinfeld-style or, like, Friends-style sitcom. It's more of, like, a drama with an ongoing plot that just continues each episode, you know? Um, but it's definitely, like, in the interest of comedy. Um, mm-hmm. But it's really about the people, not really about, like, the setup or who he is or any of that stuff. It's really just the scenarios that happen and 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 the way they interact with each other. And I've never been a big Jason Sudeikis fan, but I'm supposed to because he's from Kansas City and he's very talented. Mm-hmm. And so we're supposed to all bow at his feet. Um, and he's a pretty humble guy, I should point out. He comes to town for a, a charity event called The Big Slick with all his friends in Hollywood, like, Paul Rudd and stuff like that and mm-hmm. David uh, yeah Keckner that uh, we're all from this area and uh, they come to town they're very humble people like they like to hang out and just do a fundraiser for Children's Mercy Hospital and and all this stuff and and what they do is they basically you know hang out and 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 do parties and and gatherings with like the Kansas elite to get their money in the interest of donated to the children's hospital. There's worse things in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was never like a huge fan of his. I never really liked a lot of his stuff, Uh, but this show is I'm, I'm five episodes in and it's, it's really good. Um, But uh, Apple TV is hard to put on move on TV or on, televisions right there's like usually very few tvs have the smart app um unless they're newer so unless you bought a tv within the last few years which i know you have so you might be that lucky Mm -hmm. um but i found out the series x has an apple app so i was like cool 
And then my in-laws were like, hey, we have an Apple TV account and we never use it. And I was like, then why do you have it? Oh, I got a free year for buying something and I don't like it. So I don't watch anything on it. Here, you can have it. So they gave us the login stuff and we've been watching it. So that's been amusing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, been watching a lot more entertainment than anything. Oh, and last but not least, I showed my daughter Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> Ernest. Uh, got a lot of traction on Twitter for that one. Um, but uh, have you ever seen Ernest Scared Stupid? Yeah, I've seen uh, over my years. I've, I've, I know Ernest Goes to Jail, I've probably seen the most. Sure. I, I would think say that's that. the classic. That's probably what uh, Ernest Goes to Camp was actually my intro, and this was this predates Jail and Scared Stupid yeah. and Saves Christmas and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> but I don't think everybody was really into Ernest Goes to Camp. I just happened to have like a daycare provider who right. liked Ernest a lot, and she would put that on for us when, like, when it was first out on HBO, like eighty six, eighty seven, right? So that dates it very much. Um, yeah, I, I like the Ernest Goes to Jail one because he does the. Uh, the gangster Ernest yeah, yeah. alternative is hilarious. <laughs> his, good. his different characters are great. Yeah. I forget he just busts into them in every episode or yeah. in every movie because he busts into like the old lady. My wife was so confused because I don't think she's watched much of them or she doesn't remember them much. She goes, "Why is he a chick with a neck brace? Why is she, that's right? Why is he a hunter?" And this and that. I'm like, these are his classic characters. These are from that's his right. like stand up. Like Jim Varney was so great. He was taken way too early from us. But, that was a uh, genius. Yeah. You either get him or you don't. But if you get him, you really get him. And oh. uh, he was fucking great. And so, but it was so funny because my daughter was is so edgy about scary movies. Like mm. she used to love scary movies. Now she's super edgy about them. Like even for kids movies, she's like real hesitant. Like we tried to watch Hocus Pocus and she was so hesitant at first. Um Meanwhile, we watched Underworld, which she doesn't consider a scary movie. That's a R-rated movie, but it's just for violence. And I was like, eh, werewolves and vampires. She's seeing the same shit on Roblox. What do I care? So I'm a bad parent, whatever. Um, And I watched it with her, and she wasn't scared in the least. I was like, this just fascinates me about you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, And we had recently shown her scary stories to tell in the dark. Some idiot, I don't know who it was, told me that that was okay for younger kids like it's it's more geared for kids than anything like they they likened it to the anyone who'd seen house with the clock in its walls or goosebumps and mm-hmm. autumn had seen both of those so we watched that movie and i didn't think it was that bad but it was definitely on the edge like anyone who'd read those books you know kind of knows that and autumn had nightmares for like two nights she spent the <laughs> night in our room two oh. nights straight so lesson learned so we go to watch Ernest scared stupid and you know just with the title i thought she would feel a little more relieved and she goes, I want to watch the trailer. That's the big thing for her. She goes, show me the trailer first. Yeah, that's right. And they made it seem like all Spot. dark and demonic with the troll, you know? Yeah. So she was like, oh, no, no, no. And I was like, come on, just watch the damn movie. So we put it on. And she was so on edge when the troll comes to life and everything. Like, it starts real serious. Um, but by mm. the time we got to the middle of it, she was having a good time. Um, she was fine. Lots of booger and fart jokes in there. So she she dug it the most. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that was fun. But That's funny. Anyway. Uh, but that's about that. Um, looking forward to uh, quieter times, Trees. November's going to be... A little bit lighter. I've taken off the whole week of Thanksgiving. Um, I don't have a call shift all November, so I like that. Um, and uh, you know, 
uh, looking to get in, you know, more more gaming. I like it. Yeah, get some big stuff done. Something so. wrong with that? Yeah, yeah. So, speaking of gaming, what's your week been yeah. like? Oh, God. Well, uh, well, because of the power situation and me oh, being so busy, yeah. actually. <laughs> Good it, point. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> played a lot of my Switch, actually. But, go. um, you know, two obsessive worlds collided, though. They did collide off and on this week when I did have power. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, obviously I play a lot of uh, Car Mechanic Simulator. Right? I'm sorry, what? Still playing. Yeah. What What are you playing? I, I don't talk about <laughs> I don't talk about it much. <laughs> I try to keep that on the that down low, but uh, so you still rocking then, the uh, Jaguar DLC? Is that what you're working through? Of course, of course I am. Okay, I, of course I am. Didn't mean don't to ask ridiculous. a stupid question. <laughs> don't, don't be ridiculous. What's the matter with you? That's a dumb question. Um, but then I was bored, right? And I'm like, not bored, but I'm like, let me. I'm look. I'm always looking through, you know game pass stuff and i'm always looking at old stuff because i'm like i just i'm i feel like playing something just for tonight right not long term but just something different for tonight so i i, I checked out my state of decay 2 because you remember oh, how i used to yeah. love state of decay 2 and uh but for some reason uh i don't know it kept crashing i couldn't get it yeah i don't know it was so i uninstalled it and then i was reinstalling it and uh as i was waiting there it was fred Oh, staring me in the face. No Man's Sky. Ah, Series X version. Series X version. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because I've always played it on the PlayStation. I'm a place. Um, when it comes to that game, it's only been on the PlayStation. And to be clear, never the moment you the have a PlayStation Five, you really should load that up on there because I hear it's magical. Yeah, yeah. In my in my character on the PlayStation, I'm like a billionaire because uh, that's right. Truly, Dad gave me like. Like, like a billion dollars. Fucking loaded. Um, um, yeah, I, I don't worry about much on my PlayStation one, which I think is also a little weird because it's no longer like a survival game for me on the PlayStation. Like I can get anything I want to get. Right. <laughs> any ship, any gun, any component. Like I, if I, if it's the best thing, I can just buy it. So the game's a little broken, but it's still it's fun to see all the shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, ah, you know what? I'm gonna boot this up on on my Xbox and and just play it from the beginning with nothing. And uh, yeah, I got a little bit. Uh, I was up late the other night, oh. doing like up uh-huh. to like one thirty in the morning. Oh, just okay. doing Something light, yeah, No Man's Sky stuff. Because this, right? Let's be honest, it's all the same. Whether I'm unscrewing screws on CMS or just mining shit, right? It's all the same. In my head, it's it's all the same mechanic of just like I don't know mundane, repetitive shit. And for <laughs> whatever reason, I like that. So, you know, I like the beginning of No Man's Sky. They have a nice like uh, it walks you through everything now instead of just like here to figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it actually has like this real long actually sort of like tutorial where it's actually holding your hand. And it's actually walking you through, like, getting your warp drive and, and crafting this for your gun. And it's basically telling you how to do it all for a while. 
before it sort of like lets you go. Uh-huh. Uh so anyways, I've I've been I've been doing that on my on on the old Xbox, you know. I thought that was a fun little thing. I did um more golf, right? So playing golf on the PlayStation, the PGA two K twenty one. Yeah. still continues to be fun. That continues to be fun. I like that. Um then let's see, what else what else have I done? Mostly Mostly, I've been playing Spyro. Ooh, okay. So the, you're rocking the, through Spyro, the Spyro trilogy. But I'm guessing well, you're playing the new, the first one. Yes, I'm starting from the first one. Yeah, I'm not know if I'm rocking through it. I'm not like you, where you like you'll sit down and quickly like like destroy a game like I from beginning no to end. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not like that. I just <laughs> I just bop around and I, I fucking do shit. Um, I will say this. Did you get did you get a chance to check it out? I know you said it was something you wanted to look at. at oh, no, point. it's something I want to start. Uh, I have not gotten a chance to check it out yet, unfortunately. That game looks good. Now, I've seen it. I've seen it. I actually owned it for a very short period of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm um, impressed with it. I mean, obviously, it's not this like crazy, mind-bending, look at this next generation fucking thing. But... Consider it came from a PlayStation game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It looks really good. And like I said it last time, but like when you when you unfreeze the dragons that you find, they, uh-huh. you know, they all look different. They have like different costumes and whatever. They look different and they they give you a little bit of vice real quick, you know, like a 10 second little clip. They look really good. Like they're animated and drawn like really well. Like nice. I'm Pixar guy through it and stuff. I'm just like, these guys look nice. Like these characters look good. Um, but yeah, that game, it's really basic though. Like what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, it was basic, the right? Mario 64 Challenger. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. You you really are just you're running around collecting uh, gems, and then there's like. You know, it will break down whatever level you're on. It will tell you like the percentage of like gems, uh, dragons, and dragon eggs. <laughs> yes, to collect. That's pretty much it. And um, you know, when you get enough dragons, you can unlock like um, like a travel point that will bring you to a new world. And then within that world, there's like a main world, and then there's little um, sort of um, gateways oh yeah sorry let me let me rephrase and you can continue explaining because i don't think this is for me but um i have played the entire spyro trilogy on original playstation yeah Uh, i just want to go back and replay it yeah this is my first time ever even seeing it i mean i remember it when Mm -hmm. it came out and it just wasn't i didn't care to play it back then (laughs) um but yeah so you, you you know there's a main hub world and then there's little like you know, warp holes, little, little gates that bring you to like little self-contained worlds within that world. Um, and they all have like a, you know, like I said, a percentage of shit to collect. And uh, yeah, it's just like platforming, right? And you only have two, uh, three mechanics, right? You have uh, like a jump. And then if you hold the jump on, he glides. He doesn't fly. Very disappointed. Disappointed my son greatly. He doesn't fly. You can't fly around. Uh, he glides. <laughs> Uh, down softly down and then um 
you have a charge attack where he puts his head down and you can ram in the shit. And then you can breathe fire, but not for long. He kind of puffs out, puffs some fire out. Really, that's all you can do. Yeah. So every every enemy you run into, you either have to ram into them or blow fire on them. They're not that <laughs> difficult. You yep, know, some of them are annoying, uh, but they're not that difficult. The, the real difficult thing is the platforming, right? Like there's like a ledge you can't get to. And you know yeah. you can get to it, right? Because there's no – you don't unlock any new mechanics. Like you, you don't get like a higher jump as you go. So you know – Anything you see, you can get to somehow. And when you can't figure it out, it's really aggravating. Because you're like, yes. this is a kid's game. Why can't, why can't I get up there? Yeah, it's, and there were some scenes in, or some areas in the PS1 one, especially if you're going for everything, which I know I will be, where like. you are almost pixel counting. And it's weird because it's in a 3D thing. So it's not pixel counting, but it's the same concept where you're like almost there and you're almost there. And it's not I one mean, of those things where you're like, I could come back later and maybe I'll yes. have an ability to get me there. You're like, no, right. you're you're there. You either yeah. get up there or you can't. Yeah. There was a simple one right in the very first world. <clears throat> and you actually like this skill points or mm-hmm. skill. There's a checklist with like in every world. And there's like within that, whatever level there's like a skill check and it's something oh, like, right, right. Like, yeah. like, you know, uh, you know, tip over every bowl. Like there's bulls on one level, these bulls. <laughs> and if you bump into them, if you don't breathe fire on them, which will kill them, but if you just run into them, they sort of flip over and their horns get like stuck in the ground. Mm-hmm. And if you do that to every bull on the level, you just get a check mark under like the skill list for that level. I don't think it, it, they call it a skill point, but you don't get any point. There's no points. Exactly. It's just yep. a checklist of like hidden shit. Um, way back in the day, people before achievements and trophies, you just did it. So you could see a checklist <laughs> and feel good yep. about yourself. <laughs> so there's, there was, um, for right in the first level, there's one and it's one of the checklist ones. But basically, there's just a ledge with a with a chest on it and some diamonds. It's right there, like it's right when you come through the gate, and like there's a hill, like a little hill near it, and it's like you jump off that hill to glide and you just miss it. I'm telling you, Fred, I almost like broke my switch in half because how you get up there is jumping off that hill. Like there is no mm-hmm. like hidden secret. You just you just have to hit the exact right spot and hit and glide at the top of your jump, like at the perfect and you will just make it onto that ledge. <laughs> and uh I was like, oh my god. I'm like, I will break, I will twist this switch in half. Cause every time you think you're gonna make it, you literally you said pixel wise, you like miss it by like a fingernail. And you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've like, had lots of yes. And you do it 50 times. You're like, I'm going to get, get there. Uh, there was another point, too, in a different level. It's like, I, I forget what it was. It was almost like you're in a, like a stone castle type uh, area. Mm-hmm. And there's a ledge. And basically, you go around the corner up these steps onto like a you know pedestal. And you have to jump from there and sort of glide around the steps and glide around the corner and, and land on it. And uh, it seems like it's impossible. 
but it, it can be done because I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but goddamn, man. And I've, I've got a couple of examples like that, too. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and you know, you I do get that feeling like, oh, I'm going to 100% this shit. Uh, but I had to abandon that, Fred. I'm not you. I had to abandon it because I'm like, I'll never move forward. I'm not going to move forward in this game. It's such a, a cool little cute little game. I'm like, I just want to run through it. And I, and I doubt I need to 100% it to beat it. So I'm not going to worry about it. If like those little guys you chase, these little blue guys and like, uh, um, they're like in robes, like blue, like blue robes. Um, they're all wrapped up and you chase them and they run from you and you catch them. They, you get a dinosaur egg. I mean, a dragon egg. And it will tell you like, there's, oh, there's two dragon eggs on this level. Right. So you see the little, you see the little dudes or you can hear them. They're like, nee, 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 nee. You're like little fuckers. There's one up on that ledge. I can't get up there. Like, you know, zitch it. And when you get near them, they run. And you basically have to like chase them in circles and not like bump into anything. Right. You got to like mm-hmm. get a beeline towards them. And eventually you will like cut them off and, and get them. Um, but I ran into one of those and oh my God, it was like, you had to go up around this tunnel and then, you know, he would jump off this. Oh my God. And if you miss him, you have to start over and go all the way back to the level and climb up on the ledge. I was like, I said, I will, I'm never going to, this was today. I was at work. I'm like, I'm never going to move forward. If I keep doing this, I need to let this go <laughs> and just move on. So I do that a lot with uh, with this with ge- this. I did that a lot with this game in particular when I first played it. Mm. So what I like about this game is uh, when you boot it up, right? It shows you the three main games, one, two, and three. But it will have the percentage underneath of like how much you've played, uh-huh. uh, which I like. And I think I'm in the twenties. On the first game, I mean, each of those games is roughly the same length, and each of those games is like hey, eight to ten hours. It's fun, man. It's a fun little collect the thing. Yeah, if you want to go one hundred percent, them you can extend that probably about fifty percent. But yeah, um, yeah, it's fun. I want. I I definitely want to. It's it's mindless fun in a weird way. You know, you collecting stuff, but it's not crazy hard. It's not like super hard. Maybe the levels get harder as I go. I'm like three worlds in. And they're all uh, the enemies get more aggravating. I don't know if the platforming gets hotter, but the the enemies definitely get sort of annoying. So mm-hmm. you'll probably remember this. I, I know I got the one one level yesterday where like there was these wizards and uh, they had dogs. These yes, hound dogs. I know. And that the hound dogs would like well. bel- they belly flop on you when you wake uh-huh. them up. And uh, sometimes you get away from them. Sometimes they just they sometimes get you. Don't. you. <laughs> and uh, that was aggravating the piss out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fucking fun, man. I want to stick to it. My my son tries playing it, and I think it. I, I think my son's becoming lazy. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because he because he played Mario Odyssey and he beat it, and he really plays that. Still plays that and gets stuff. But I think he's like he's played too much Minecraft at this point now, where he mm-hmm. just does what he wants whenever he wants. So he gets a game like Spiral, and he does like. He gets aggravated. He's like, he's like, I can't do that. And he just gives it to me for me to do. I'm like, I'm not doing it. He gets all mad. So I don't know if he'll stick with that, but I'll stick with it, you know? Yeah. And um, 
I'm trying to think. I, th- I think that's all I've really played for. To be honest, you know, the pile has been out most of the week. So, um, yeah, CMS, No Man's Sky, some golf, and Spyro. And Spyro. Well, but Spyro. that's a good list. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, you, you know me, I'm doing the uh, – well, maybe you don't know. Have I told you that I'm trying to basically relive, like – the PS1 days only through remakes or remasters. No, this seems like a new. Oh, no, I've been doing it. It's just like a casual thing. But um, so, for example, like I uh, I played like I, I I've played the Resident Evil remake a lot. So I was trying to get into it. Got about halfway through and I'm like, eh, I've done this. I think the original Resident Evil, now that I've played it for like 30 times and the remake, probably 10, I think think I'm starting to just be good with that one. I think I don't ever need to play it again. Um, But yeah, I started that. But like before that, I did... um, Oh, what were... I did some PlayStation 1 games that were like uh, remakes. Or remasters. Remasters. Sorry. Oh, the Crash games. The Crash Bandicoot games. I did the uh, Insane Trilogy. And so I was like, okay, well, next I'll do the Spyro trilogy. Um, I do have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I want to do the one and two, which is that that newer one. I want to play that. I have it. Um, mm. And so there were different ones. And so Spyro just happens to be the one I'm going into next. Um, mm. But uh, but yeah, I haven't played it yet. But you're bringing back memories of playing that first game. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see if I go for the collectathon. I'd like to believe I don't, and then achievements are going to get in the way. And I was pretty good at collecting them before there were achievements. So, yeah. I think. Uh, see, I'm playing on the Switch, so I don't have to worry about that. Nope, I don't have the don't. distraction of achievements popping That's up right. on there. That's right. I'm going to be playing on PlayStation Four, Five, whatever. Show trophies, um, and I uh, hope so. and. Oh, sorry. I'll be interested to hear about the loading because the loading on the Switch is mm. long. I bet. And oh. um, PlayStation Five might lighten up some of those pains, but it's still yeah, going like, to be longer like when than you, it probably should be. Like when you first start the game, it loads for a long time, and then when you go in between levels, he like flies. Mm-hmm. Like it's just an animation of him flying, and it will count like your gems at the bottom. But sometimes he's flying for a bit. He's flying for a little bit before uh, you get to the next place. So, yeah, and um, and then oh, the other one that I definitely wanted to give a go that I've got is Final Fantasy VII. Obviously, that mm-hmm. remake um, I want to do. So, looking forward to those. I'll get to them. Um, they're kind of like my focus on the uh, like I try to do a modern game, a modern game like remastered or remade, and then uh, a retro game. So. Um, all right. So first and foremost, I have been chasing that Halloween dragon mm-hmm. and failing at it. I don't know why I try so hard, but well, I didn't try that hard. I gave a go to a game pass game trees called visage. I seen that. I seen yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It leaves a good impression. Um, the first thing I noticed was it advertises HDR and the HDR doesn't work. And I was like, mm. and of course I rebooted my, Xbox launched another game with HDR to make sure that worked and then cool. go online and come to find out. Yep. HDR is not supported, even though it says it is. No, it's hilarious. Hmm. I got this new TV. I got a series X. I turned games on. It says HDR up in the corner of the screen, but you, you want don't to know see something? a difference at all. Do you? I wouldn't know. Yeah. If, if, 
it said that like you could do a blind te- a placebo test with me. You could put HDR in the corner of any game, and some games have it and not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even know. That's fair. Wouldn't know. I even know what HDR does. High dynamic range, man. I know what it means. But I don't know what it does. Wider it color gamut, better contrast, and different illumination for each pixel on the screen. Can you just turn your contrast up? It used to take anyways? me a paragraph to get through that. But anyway, what? Can you just turn your contrast up, anyways? Who cares? Why would you do that? I don't know. That's what that's doing, isn't it? Mm. Just higher contrast. Not just. Again, okay. wider color gamut. You've got 10 bit color instead of 8 bit color. So you've got a much wider range of colors. Two, two and, more bits. And it, <laughs> it changes the... You didn't tell uh, me that. It changes the lumens of each pixel. So like does. a pixel in the upper left could be like five brightness, whereas in the lower right could be like 10 brightness, you know, and stuff like that. Oh, is that like two bits? Oh, boy. I don't know, Fred. All right. <laughs> yep. Let's move on. Uh, anyway, so I started playing Visage, and I don't know that this is a bad game. Um, okay. It's definitely got that eerie feel. It's... It starts really fucked up. In fact, I think I need to tell how it starts. This okay. is before the game starts, though. So I don't think this is considered a I'm, spoiler. I'm not going to play it because I don't like scary games. Okay, anymore. well, and I don't like this game, but uh, that doesn't mean it's a bad <laughs> game. I just don't like it. Um, okay. It starts with you, and here's one thing that's going to be off-putting. It starts with, uh, it's a first-person perspective game, and it starts with you loading a gun, and you see someone kind of tied up crying across from you. And then as it comes into focus, you realize it's a woman, a, uh, a middle-aged woman. You shoot her, she dies. You watch her blow her head off. Then he moves oh. over, and you see, oh, it's a teenage boy, probably her son, and you blow his head off, he dies. Then you move and, oh, it's a young girl, younger than the boy. Okay, this is the daughter. He kills the daughter. And then he turns the gun on himself and shoots himself. And you're like, oh, this is a father, family of four, and he just killed his whole family. That's a tough sell right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a little jarring to watch. It's very descriptive, I will say. And it takes a long time. That cutscene I just described takes about four or five minutes. It stretches it as you slowly watch him ritualistically kill these people. Um, oh. Boy, oh, boy. But then you wake up in a pool of your own blood in the house. All right. And your new Go job on. is to explore the house. It's a walking simulator. I love that. The funny thing is that people who are into these games hate that the genre has been popularized as walking simulator. And they're like, no, it's this dynamic work of art. It's not a fucking walking simulator. Okay, whatever. I walk around. That's what I do in this. Um, And uh, you're given amnesia mechanics. Have you ever played Amnesia, The Dark Descent? A little bit. I never... Okay. I, I have played it, yes. Sure. So when you're in the light, you feel comfortable, as you would. When you're in the dark, or if you're in dark yeah, areas, you start to get... Funky. Yes. And then there are things that happen, haunting-like things, jarring jump scares, things like that. And aside from that, they raise your insanity meter, which means you start to panic. Or maybe it's a panic meter in amnesia, but you start to panic. And these mm-hmm. are the ways you can like take damage and die beyond 
later on in Amnesia, actual creatures come out. And in fact, pretty early on in Amnesia. I haven't seen that yet in Visage. I played about an hour and a half and I was like, mm, I'm good. Um, then they give you mechanics. So you, but they do that thing where you get, you learn about mechanics that you can't engage with yet. That kind of annoys me. So first and foremost, you're, you walk into the hallway. Part of the hallway is lit. Part of the hallway is dark. You walk to the lit part and they're like, in the light, you're good. And then you go to the dark part and they're in the dark, you're bad. But you can turn on light switches. And that can light up the house. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So I go to the hallway, I try to flip the light switch, I flip it, nothing happens. Okay, I guess the lesson here is this is the hallway where the light switch doesn't work. Okay, so now I'm in the dark. I get across the dark, I go into a candlelit room. And uh, there's candles everywhere and an altar. And they're like, as you complete the game, items will show up on this altar. Okay. I turn around. There are candles there. I'm like, great, candles. So I grab a candle. And they're like, you can light candles with a lighter. And then you can place them somewhere to light up a room. I was like, okay. And so I fumble around with the mechanics. And I figure out how to get the candle in my hand. And then I go to light it. And it goes, because like there's a button you hold to light it. And they're like, oh, you can't do that. You don't have a lighter. All right, well, where's the lighter? Uh, there's no lighter in this room. I guess I'll find the lighter later in time, which does end up being the answer. Um, and I just go wander this house, and occasionally things will happen, but nothing to write home about. Like, I was in one room, and all of a sudden, like, the cabinet slightly opened. You know, where I was in another room, yeah. and the door slammed. And I was like, okay. And it isn't Dolby Atmos, so, like, it was pretty atmospheric, but it wasn't, I don't know, a door slam doesn't jump scare me anymore. It doesn't get me. Um, then they did have you in a well-lit room where they had the lights go out and then you're in the dark. And I wasn't scared. I was actually annoyed because I hadn't, I was only in the room for a couple seconds. So I hadn't memorized like the orientation of the room. And it's one of those games where you have to like hold right trigger and then navigate the right thumbstick in order to like open a door. So, like, hmm. I couldn't tell if I had found the door, and then I couldn't tell if I could open it. So I was getting more annoyed than anything, right? I was like, I'm in the fucking dark, and I can't find anything. At least have something leap out at me, slash my head open, like, kill me, chase <sighs> me, do anything. You know what's worse than doing anything? Doing nothing, and that's what this game did. It was kind of hoping I would get trapped in the room and go insane. Um, and then I went through a bunch of areas found nothing found a bunch of areas that had locked doors <laughs> you need these keys for this okay um found a tv turned it off it turned back on raised my insanity meter turned it off walked away turned back on raised my insanity meter and i was like is this shit gonna keep going after dying from raising my insanity meter too high i can tell you yes the tv just keeps turning itself back on it's an automated response it's not even scary okay then found a radio. Same thing happens with the radio. Found a phone. Same thing happens with the phone. They have these times where the phone calls you and they leave cryptic messages, but then the other times, nothing happens. Uh, there's another game I'll play this week that has a phone that like sometimes does really dynamic things and sometimes is useless. Um, then I found a crutch. And it was I went to touch the crutch and it's like, whoa, if you do this, you're going to start a chapter of the game. And I was like, oh, I'm in a hub world? Okay, the house is a hub world. All right, let's start a chapter of the game. Finally, I'll get to do something. 
So I picked the crutch. I'm probably like 30 minutes in at this point. I picked the crutch and it disappears. And I'm like, okay. And I'm still in the house. And it says something like chapter one has begun or something. All right. Cool. And I wander through the house a little bit, and in the other room, a door that was previously closed and I couldn't open, and it didn't tell me a key I needed, the door was now open. Was it, like, open to, like, darkness or eeriness? No. It just opened up into a kitchen. I go into the kitchen. You know. A cutscene happens. It's pretty benign. I move on. And I kept doing this. And I, I even got down. I found a key. Got down in the basement. Right? The basement's going to be scary, right, Trees? Hello? Hello, hello? All right. After a little hiccup. So we're back. And uh, Trees did manage to hear most of what I said. So I said uh, right before, right after you, you got dropped, um, I said, and so I get down to the basement. And I'm like, oh, finally, something's going to happen. Basements are supposed to be pretty scary, right? <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah, no, most of the light switches in the basement work, and I had already found a lighter at that point and many candles, but the candles have a weird mechanic. You can, like, lay them down and light them, but if you pick them up, they go out, and you can't hold them and walk around with them, but you can walk around and hold the lighter, but the lighter doesn't count as a light source. It just allows you to see. Is that all following? Oh, and I also I got so. pills that like instantly drop your sanity meter. But when you first start this game, and I forgot to mention this, Trees, this is also a thing you don't want to see with a horror game. Right when you started, it goes, we're warning you right now, this is a very hard game. Your resources are extremely limited, and it is possible to use them all up, and you will not be able to complete the game. Oh. There you go. So I probably shouldn't even play it then. Do you think that would playing it? Am I correct in like that probably discourages a large number of people like before they even start? That, that's what I would say. So with someone with the way I play, I'd be like, ah, well, I probably shouldn't play it then. I'm and probably I not going to be good at this. I read that and I was like, I'm fucking down. Like, what's the worst that could happen? So anyway, I get to the basement, and again, we have a couple of goofs, like uh, a couple <laughs> of dark rooms. Right there's this one part where you can get into like. It's like an an area where you can just see the insulation, but like all basements have this. Like, by the way, I should point out this is the most robust and yet only partially finished basement I've ever been in. Um, okay. It's literally like two thousand square feet. Like, it's a huge basement, and it's like partially finished. Like half of it's finished, half of it's not. But there's there's no like it. It just becomes unfinished. Like you're in the middle of a finished like bar area, like family room thing. Mm -hmm. And just in a corner of it, there's like an alcove that's like a walkway back behind an area that has no sheetrock that has exposed insulation. And it's just a hallway that exists completely unfinished. The carpet goes away and all this stuff. So, and there's no light there. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Let's go in here. Let's get, like at this point, I'm like, I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm like bored, actually. I'm like, mm -hmm. let's, I want the brown noise, right? You know, the dragon growling. Like, let's right. scare the fuck out of me. Come on, just give me any, any sort of stimulation right now. <laughs> and nothing happens. I walk through a oh. dark thing and about halfway through the hall, there's a light switch and I turn it on and even though it's unfinished, boom, lights come on and I'm good. Okay. 
my understanding wow. is when the shit goes down, it's dope. And my other understanding is if you are a streamer hoping to get big, which as the Twitch leak has proven, there are 15 streamers that are making enough money. I'm exaggerating here, but there are 15 streamers making enough money to make a living. And I'm not exaggerating that much because I think they established that there was really only like two or 2,500 streamers that were making above the national average. But I digress. Um, and there's like 10 million streamers that are streaming to like one buddy, right? And that's fine right. if that's you. If that's how you guys want to interact, like that's awesome. Like that's your thing. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play a game like this for a streaming audience, but I do feel like I'm really starting to feel like that's its intent, especially early on. I bet some chaotic, scree- creepy, scary shit goes down. But mm-hmm. I think you've got to get... They say it takes about 10 hours to get through this. 8 to 10 hours. So I bet you got to get through a few hours of just wandering around aimlessly with little, like, stupid jump scares like the lights going out or doors slamming and, like, yeah. nothing really happening. And then they turn it into a house of terror, right? Like... <sighs> And none of that just seemed like what I wanted. I need something more action-packed. I got bored with PT, let alone this. Yeah, see, both those things you described, I don't want any. Mm-hmm. I don't want none of it. I don't, wa- I don't want to walk around with jump scares, and then I don't want shit to go intense. Right, and what I realized, no. Trees, and we've kind of talked about this, is, you know, especially at our age, like, I'm sorry to say this, but, like, once you're in your mid-30s, 40s, once you're a family man and your time is limited or family mm-hmm. woman, or family person. And when I say family, that could be as simple as your plant and your wife, or your plant and your partner, or a dog and a cat. You know what I mean? But once mm-hmm. you have limited time, and this and that, and you have a dynamic world, and I'm not saying that those who have a lot of game time don't have those things, but when you're where I'm at, I'm just learning more and more, and we've discussed this a couple of times on the show, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. And I just don't think these walking simulators are for me. I've never liked the Amnesia games. I found the first one a little amusing. I played uh, Machine for Pigs, which was the sequel, and a lot of people liked it. And I was like, fuck this thing. you know. And that same developer, the Chinese Room, did Everyone's Gone to the Rapture. Some people think that's the greatest game they've ever played. I think it's the most miserable game I've ever played. Like... There are just, I I just really don't think I like those walking simulators. It was novel with Gone Home, and Gone Home was only like two and a half hours, three hours. Um, I even played the sequel to that, which was, uh, oh God, I can't remember the name. But I played their, you know, um, um, Fulbright's next game. It was on the space station, and I didn't like it. Like I just, and it wasn't the game's fault. I just, I just don't think I'm into that stuff anymore. Yeah. Like, and so this game, I was just, you know, I gave it 90 minutes. I was like, this isn't for me. This is not getting me what I want for the Halloween spirit. See, I, see, that's what I hate though. If I give a game 90 minutes at night, that's my night. It was my night. Yeah. Yeah. It was more of that. my night. Cause I was up a little later than I wanted to be. And I was kind of tired. Mm-hmm. And I was there still you. tired though. I was playing a game that was supposed to make me shit my pants. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I've played You Will Shit Your Pants. Um, Or Don't Shit Your Pants was the game. Yeah, that was a great game. Um, But but yeah, so Trees, I was like, well, what is my speed, right? What's the horror game, the Halloween game that's my speed? And I I should point out, I was waiting for Pumpkin Jack to get its uh, Series X upgrade. It did get it last night. 
I downloaded it. I was so eager to start it. Not even to talk about it on the show, but just start it. And then in classic old man mentality, I went upstairs to lay with my wife and talk with her, and I passed the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no tomorrow. Like, I had to wake up in the middle of the night and turn off the lights downstairs and the receiver, right? My Xbox was kind enough to turn itself off, right? And then take my contacts out. Like, I did that shit where you fell asleep when you totally didn't intend to. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so... A game that I was like, well, let's give it a go because I've heard good things about it is a game called The Suffering. This was on PlayStation mm-hmm. 2 and original Xbox. I own it on original Xbox. I remember it. This Never is a Midway it, joint. It. it was published by Midway, which I usually like. Pretty much anything published by Midway is my jam, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not everyone's jam. But if you like a good third-person action game with a little bit of jank, <laughs> Midway's got you covered. Um, and, uh, and so I booted this up. I had no idea what this game was about and it starts up just exactly as you want it to. It's like, oh, this psycho fuck. He killed his wife and kids, (laughs) you know, and you're walking onto death row. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, so you've played this game cause you go into death row and there's like five guys on death row with you. And it's all the stereotypes, right? He's like, there's this one guy who's like, Hey, yo, preach, you doing good over there? check out the new blood <laughs> and this and that. And there's another guy who's like, Oh, I heard he killed his family. You're, you're lucky. There's a cage between us guy. I would have ripped your fucking head off. And he goes, man, shut up cracker. You don't know what you're talking about. Like <laughs> I love the, the black guy with an attitude who like, mm-hmm. he calls him honky and cracker. And I didn't hear blue eyed devil, but it wouldn't have surprised me if I did. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. shit. And then that one guy's like, you know, pretty cool. He's like, yeah, I heard about you. I heard you did all kinds of fucked up shit over at San Quentin or something. Like, you've got a reputation, I guess. Right, yeah. And then, of course, the lights go out and all these demons just start killing people. (laughs) It's just like... As they do? Yeah, it's just like the lights are out and creatures with blades for arms are attacking you. And then you get like a fun tutorial. Like, you're walking through the dark. And I was a little on edge, although these are like Xbox graphics. Don't let me oversell the graphics. Uh, which, by the mm-hmm. way, Visage has very good graphics. I'll give it that. And it is uh, optimized for Series X. I just assume it's got higher spec. Anyway, um, so I go and I go into one room and like there's like a shank. And it's like, you got a shank now. You can melee attack things. And I'm like, all right, let's get fucking going. And it's very Max Payne. You get pills to like heal yourself. Peels. And you got a flashlight, which is an interesting mechanic. So, you know, sometimes you're in the dark and you don't, nothing happens in the dark, but you can't see shit. (laughs) And so you got to turn on the flashlight, but it's a battery mechanic. So it's like Alan Wake meets Max Payne before either of these games existed. Um, It's not bad. Like uh, the battery drains slow enough on, and you get enough of them Mm -hmm. on the flashlight that it's worthwhile. I'm playing on normal, by the way. I didn't pick easy. I didn't pick hard. Just normal, you know. Um, and you, I've, I'm usually rocking the maximum number of pills, which is nine. Um, hmm. And uh, you got a life bar and stuff. And pretty quickly, you know, I, I love the way they give you stuff. So, like, you don't have a gun yet. And then you go into, you know, an area where you're trying to help a cop and then the thing cuts the cop's head off. And then so you pick up his gun, you know, <laughs> and stuff like yeah. that. But... I mean, it is just a third-person action shooter, really, Mm -hmm. that sometimes takes place in the dark with some pretty inventive creatures in a jail, in a prison so far. I mean, is it fun to shoot shit? Yeah, absolutely it is. 
Okay. And it, you get to it. It wants you to stay on your toes, but it's nothing people of today's gamers can handle. Like uh, can't handle. It's a lot of circle mm. strafing, running around on stuff. You know, the camera's not as strong as you'd like, but it's got dual analog camera controls. It's right. good enough. Um, the shooting is good, and they know the right kind of guns to give you. You start with a revolver. You quickly get dual revolvers, so you can dual wield. And it's not that left trigger, right trigger shit. Nope. You still just pull the right trigger. It just shoots two revolvers at the same time. Or no, in rapid succession. So it's like twin shooters. You know, they don't overcomplicate the mechanics at all. Um, there's another gun I've got. I think it's an assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> so you get yeah you get a good pick of guns um there, you know, the yeah there's like blade creatures and then there's um creatures who are on this there's this like you know like you ever seen the movie reanimator like it's totally those needles uh reanimators right. yeah where yes. a needle goes yeah so there's there's these random needles sitting around that have like this neon yellow glowing stuff in them Hello. what no, I'm just kind of oh, repeating. You said yellow. I thought you said hello for a second. Okay. No, um, no, no, no. I'm like yellow, yeah. And there's I know these, what you mean. Yeah, there's these random guys who just have a bunch of those in their backs, and they can run around, and they can... I've seen... I remember those. I, I yeah. remember those, yes. They yeah. have acid for blood, so they're like the aliens, and they can bleed into the ground and uh, then pop back up. So the the first time you really get assaulted by them is in the showers too, which is just like perfect <laughs> because yeah. you, Oh, there's an escort. There's an escort part. Okay. So I should point out, I know there's 20 levels in the game cause I had to pull out a walkthrough because in classic original Xbox style, but this happens in a lot of games in classic, that era style, you get to a point where you're like, I don't know where the fuck I'm supposed to go. I got lost in this area and there's a map, but it's not a great map. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I needed a walkthrough just to tell me where to go next. And it was fine. I figured it out. Um, it was really stupid, too. It was that I had to jump up on something. And it's one of those things where, like, the game doesn't have him grab the ledge every time. So you kind of almost got to know that that's a ledge you can grab. And it doesn't look like it's a ledge you can grab. And you have to jump up there, like, three or four times to get it to go. And mm-hmm. so that was all it was. And so I was like, oh, okay, I was in the right area. I just had to jump up on a ledge. But I got to see how many levels there are. So I'm on level six, and it doesn't take you much. Each level is 15 to 40 minutes, maybe. And it's more on the shorter side, usually. So I think I played a two-hour session and got to level six. Um, yeah. But I'm always having fun. Um, and uh, and oh, what was what was I going to say? Um uh, there's just there's just some absurd different things that that happen so far in this game, and it just it just reeks of those crazy action games. And uh, uh, I got to like one of my first bosses, which is like a police officer with a with a, a fucking um, uh, turret hiding out in a room oh that's what i was gonna say there's an escort mission we're in the middle of it like you're all of a sudden in an area and there's a guy who's like oh man shit don't kill me and you like kill the like i don't think it can even attack him you kill the creature that's walking towards him and it dies in like one bullet as opposed to like a handful like they normally do and he goes oh man thanks i'm gonna help you out and so i'm like oh great an escort mission every time this guy dies i'm gonna have to restart a checkpoint right nope nope he just doesn't die he just, he's, like it. it's kind of like Elizabeth in Bioshock Infinite. He's just along for the ride. <laughs> Maybe no he can die. 
I think I did shoot him at one point and accidentally killed him. But oh. then I got to another part of the level and he just popped back in the game. He's just back at it. Perfect. No, you didn't see me die. I'm fine. Um, and the commentary he makes are just great. So when you go to the shower party, he's like, oh, man, the East End showers. You got some horror stories out of here, man. You don't even want to know what motherfuckers was doing up in here. <laughs> don't just, drop the soap. Yep. It's so good. And there's all kinds of shit where like it's infinitely respawning enemies in those showers. And so I was like, okay. So when I died, I was like, okay, go back to the checkpoint. The checkpoints are a little brutal. I will say that. They pull you back far. Yeah, right. This is before the games. Yeah. yeah, and it's not frustrating, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know, this was before checkpoints were really the way we progressed through games. So I bet it was a tough decision to go like, well, why don't we just make them restart the level when they die? A la Doom or something, right? And uh, they use checkpoints instead. So they're they're more liberal than that. But when I died, I was like, okay, I got to figure out the way I'm supposed to go. So I had figured out the path before I died. Like I had sacrificed the life to figure out the path. But there was a, f- a fire there and I couldn't get through the fire. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? So of course I walk up to it a second time. and I'm like, there's a fire extinguisher on the wall. It can't be as easy as, yep, shoot it. The fire extinguisher puts out the fire. I'm like, I love games like this. I mm-hmm. love shit. Like that was, it was just... There just happened to be a fire extinguisher because you just happen to have to put out a fire. And it's so ironic because it's just a little alcove room off of the showers which are running. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know what? It's my jam, Trees. I'm digging it. Good. I'm digging it. It is fun. Um, it was after taking my wife's car and doing all that bullshit and then going into the... Uh, the woods and taking family photos, which we were all on edge. And it actually was a very positive experience. We had a good time uh, and we enjoyed ourselves uh, taking those family photos. And it was only like 20 minutes, you know, Um, going back home. And then my wife was like, all right, everyone do your thing. I'm going to take a nap. You guys go play games. And so it was just a great way to spend a Saturday afternoon. It was raining a little bit, you know, like it was just perfect. Um, And also I was in my retro room and that, has complete cancellation of light. Like I've got shades that pull down that block the light. So, um, so that was good. Another retro game I jumped into, uh, was, uh, quake. I installed that uh, new version of quake that came out, uh, Mm. on consoles. Um, and my biggest problem that I've always had with quake was especially with quake two, quake two was designed through and through. And I think they even know this, which is why they did not port quake two to the Series X and PlayStation, they could have. Or sorry, to Xbox and PlayStation, they could have, but they didn't. They did do an enhanced version of Quake 2, but it's only on PC. And it's because they had released a console version of Quake 2. It, it came as a bonus disc with Quake 4, I have it. And with key, without keyboard and mouse, you just don't have the speed and reflexes and ability to take that game on, really. And I just found myself like it was just impossible to get anywhere in Quake 2, really, on console. Mm. And everybody I've ever talked to played Quake 2 on keyboard and mouse. I know lots of people who played random home ports of Quake 1, like on the PlayStation or N64, I think was a very popular place to play it. It's actually got a pretty impressive Saturn port. Um, so anyway, I booted this up on the, on the Series X. It looks gorgeous. It looks absolutely incredible, I have to say. Um, and it's the exact same game. It's got the little, you know, if you remember Trent Reznor did the soundtrack, it's yep. got the Nine Inch Nails for the bullets still. 
Um, and I've never played Quake. Quake is a fun fucking shooter. I played, there are four episodes in it. I played the first two episodes and it is a super fun, just ridiculously fast paced shooter. It was, I, I, I wasn't loving Doom. I, or sorry, Doom 2. I played Doom 1, got halfway through Doom 2 and I was like, eh, it's, it's fine, but like there are other things I can play. Going back to this isn't great. Quake is a little more dynamic. I think it, it can be revisited today. I was enjoying myself. Um, so yeah, I'm liking Quake. If you get a chance, do you ever play Quake back in the day? Mm, I think I played Quake Three Arena. Oh sure, the multiplayer on, one. on, yeah, the, on the Dreamcast. I think yeah, I yeah, baby. But yeah, I don't think I ever got into the uh, original one. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. If you're interested, give it a try. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. So, um, and then the last thing, which is also retro. So, you know, I get criticized sometimes for not living up to my retro roots. So this is a very retro <laughs> episode. Yeah. Um, so the N64 had its, uh, quote unquote expansion pack or the, the, uh, you know, more expensive online service with N64 oh. and Genesis games go live. Oh, did, that, did that come out? <laughs> yes, that did. And okay. I... I, it's a complete ripoff. It's not worth it at all. Wow. Um, I don't even see the value in it. I think Nintendo Online sucks. And I do understand that people, including listeners of this show that I've talked to, disagree with that. So I want the record to show that not everybody thinks it sucks. Um, and I think you've had some fun with Splatoon on it, right? Yeah, I mean, me and my son use it, obviously, for Mario Kart and Splatoon and etc etc so. yeah i fucking hate nintendo's online uh on the wii u it's free and i can play splatoon one and mm-hmm. and there is still plenty of people playing on the wii u believe it or not and i can play mario kart online uh if i'm that masochistic and i'm fine um i don't i don't think there's a value in it that said there's those family plans which nintendo's kind of acknowledged with this new one that they know a lot of people share family plans even though they're not family members um and uh, so I was part of a family group. One of our listeners, um, you know, I'm, I'm part of his quote unquote family group. And so I get online through his stuff and I just kick him some shekels uh, every year. Um, and so this was going to be a little more expensive. And I was like, you know, I don't know if I want this. And he's like, oh, well, then don't worry about it. I'm going to upgrade because I want to check it out. And I think he wanted the Animal Crossing DLC. And he goes, but don't worry about it. Like, you can just stay part of it. And I I didn't feel bad, but I was like, you know what? I do want to check this out. And, you know, if I were to pay my part of it, it would only be 10 bucks. you know, if you split up the season passing. Because I think it's 80 and there's eight friends and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'll toss you some coin for that and yeah. uh, and, and give it a go. And uh, so that went live. So, of course, I had heard mixed things because that particular listener I'm, I'm only keeping him anonymous because I don't know I don't think he would care if I mentioned it but I'm just gonna leave it that way that listener was like yo I checked it out and it's not too bad the N64 stuff's not too bad and I was like okay cool and then I'd heard that the internet fucking destroyed the N64 emulation like they mm. were they, they hated it and it was unplayable I'd heard in many cases hmm. so of course I had to check it out myself right yeah. Um, 
you get some N64 games, you get some Genesis games. You get some good ones, too. Like, the N64 games are like Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, Star Fox 64. They do do Sin and Punishment, that uh, virtual console version, because that never came out in our country um, until that stuff. And there was, like, a Yoshi game. I'm trying to remember. Oh, Winback? <laughs> Operation Winback is on there, yeah, um, and a couple others. I've never played Winback, but people were like, "You should try it." It's a crazy little third-person shooter. Um, Isn't Winback? Aren't they the inventor of the cover? To duck behind shit and pop up and shoot. They might be. That isn't that where like that game that may be. Isn't that where that fame. came from? Yeah, that might be. <laughs> we should thank Winback for Gears of War. Yeah, there you yeah. go. I said it. Yeah, there you go. And I do think, I know Winback 2 was on Xbox and PlayStation. I think Mm -hmm. they did like remakes or versions of ports on PlayStation 2 and Xbox also of the original game. It might just be PlayStation though. And I might be wrong about that. But anyway, I digress. There were some games to play, okay? And uh, so I jumped in there. And I can tell you, uh, it depends on your expectations, okay? Nintendo doesn't know how to do certain things right. So if you've played any of the Switch Online stuff where, like, you know, they've heavily cropped the game, but that's fine. They're making it pixel perfect. Um, But usually there's, like, a filter which, like, sharpens the graphics or adds scan lines and stuff like that. You, um, You get the controls, like, down at the bottom of the screen at all times, and there's, like, a checkbox where you can, like, remove that. And they're constantly having like pop-ups that are like, oh, if you want to learn how to suspend the game, do this and this and this and that. And it's very annoying. And, um, you know, it's just, it's very Nintendo, right? And it's very Japanese. It's like, we need to give you these ridiculous tutorials and they need to come up in random moments as you play along because that's when we've learned that audiences participate and listen and learn the most and um, this and that. None of those options are on there. Like, you have two options, basically, which is like... Oh, you have three options. Do you want to see North American games or North American in Europe? Do you want Rumble activated? And do you want um, the controls at the bottom of the screen? They also do this weird thing with, like, how it's set up, where, like, the right stick is the four C buttons, which normally works out fine, but there are certain games where they use those buttons as buttons, right? Like, imagine playing mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Trilogy where you have to, like, and they would never release Mortal Kombat Trilogy. I acknowledge that. But, like, imagine playing the N64 version where, like, those C buttons are, like, attack buttons and you've got to put, like, right stick up to, like, punch. Like, it's just not playable. <laughs> But those controls were going to be odd to port, right? And if you really care that much, you can buy the $50 USB controller or whatever, which is way overpriced. Don't do that. Um, People were saying the input lag was too much. It's there. I can definitely tell it's there, but it's not a deal breaker to me. Like, those games were kind of janky and wonky to begin with. If I can get through Mm -hmm. Mario 64 a couple of stars, I'm not that worried about it. Yeah. But that said, like people have said, well, the graphics look weird. Some of the special effects are gone. They notice an Ocarina of Time, like certain fog's gone. Certain tiles are different. Um, uh, Oh, there's no controller pack. So certain games needed the controller pack to save. But they have save states. And so this is one of those things where it's like, I think the internet is looking for things to nitpick about. And I'm sure you'll be like, the internet? No. But, um, (laughs) But like, yeah, they're like, you can't save because there's no controller pack installed. So you go to try to save and it says no controller packs installed. And I'm like, 
Yeah, but so with like Operation Winback, right? They needed the controller pack. So if you go to save, it says you can't save because the there's no controller pack installed. And I'm like, yeah, but you've got save states right on the menu. Like, just save your state. The, the game's going to think you're this immaculate player that never turned off the console and played in one playthrough. But who fucking cares? That's why they didn't implement that. Should they have? Sure. Is it implemented on the Wii U and the Wii Virtual Console? Of course it is. Did they skip it this time? Of course they did. Did they half-ass it? Were you expecting anything else? Like, I, I don't know what the internet is expecting. Yes, it's COVID. Yes, they half-assed it. Yes, they're exploiting you. I thought you were signing up for this. Like, the lag is a little different. I get the concern, but let's be honest. If you really care about input lag, are you even playing N64 games on the Switch? No, you've got another solution is kind of my (laughs) argument. And that's my argument to all this stuff. You know what I think about Trees? I think about if Trees wanted to play. Let's say (laughs) Trees has a Switch. Yes. He does. But let's say he wants to play retro on it, which is rare if never. And he boots up Mario 64. Right. I don't think you're going to notice if tile sets are swapped out. I don't think you'll notice if like little things like Mm. fog effects are missing. I don't think you'll notice. You might notice the control scheme, but I think you'll just either accept it or like move on. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you'll care about. The save stuff. I think you'll logically be able to figure out, okay, well, when I go to save on the game, it doesn't let me. But I do have save states, so like I think you can figure that out on your own. Hmm. Yeah, I, I also don't care because I have um, <clears throat> the 3D collection, so I already have Mario 64. I don't need to pay. Good point. Good point. I don't need to pay for the fucking monthly thing. Oh, yeah. And, and, and so to me, here's the thing. If you really care that much about N64 – you own an N64. Yeah. I like, hate the N64. I'm n- I've never liked it. You know that. I always make fun of that system. It's, I'm, I've never I'm liked anything on it. I'm trying to convince myself to appreciate it. And I'll tell okay. you, Castlevania 64 was not a great intro. Me, I mean, let, well, and before people like think we're like underthinking this, like, I don't know about you, Trees, but, like, I had... I bought an N64 at launch as a kid. I, mm-hmm. I... Well, I wasn't a kid. I was a teenager, and I know you were in your 20s. But, like, I I thought that was going to be good. And Mario 64 was an incredible first impression. And I liked early games, like Shadows of the Empire. I even liked some of the later ones, like Rogue Squadron. I don't know if that's much later. Didn't really care for Goldeneye and stuff like that, but that just wasn't my genre. At the time, I didn't love first-person shooters anyway. I'd gotten over them. I'd played plenty on PC. But, like, I got rid of it pretty quick. Like, I, I got to 1998, and I was like, yeah, dog. Like, no. Like, Resident Evil's over here. And, yeah, sure, it later came out on N64, but that cart was 80 bucks. Like, fuck that. And it was compromised. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the N64 just wasn't a compelling sell for me. So I walked away from it. Um, but I missed a lot of stuff, you know, and I remember even borrowing a friend's N64 to play Conker's Bad Fur Day when that came out. You know what I mean? Um, no, you know what? I don't think I ever sold my N64. I just stopped buying games for it, but you're right. Like I was, I think a lot of people have nostalgia for the N64 because they weren't quite at that crossroads in their lives, right? They either had a older brother or sister who had an N64 or it was theirs and they couldn't like, you couldn't get enough at Funcoland or GameStop or wherever if you traded it in to swap it out for any other console. 
So you never really got rid of it, but there was no way to do otherwise. So it was the only thing you had, right? And so if you only have an N64, then those N64 ports are fine. And in some cases, the N64 games were great and like some of their unique ones. But yeah. Another thing I will tell you, Trees, is there's that new controller that came out by a third-party company um, called the Brawler 64. I was told about it by Warham in our Discord. He's always keeping me up to date with like... He's one of the and full of people who keeps me up to date on all the random retro shit and whatnot. But a few years back, they brought it out and it was just priced just right trees. So it's like an Xbox 360 controller, but with only one analog stick for the N64. It actually has an N64 plug on it and it's compatible with the pack and the vibration and everything. It's just an N64 controller that reorients everything like a 360 controller. And it was 30 bucks, right? It was just the right price. And I was like, okay, and the, the biggest thing was the analog stick was made for lasting, which no N64 controller can say that. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've found that a lot of the games are much more pleasant to play with that, using that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, if I want to play an N64 game, I'm going to play it on the N64. A handful of exceptions are the random N64 games on the Xbox. I think those were ported pretty well. But still... I'm largely going to probably still play them on the N64. I like the way they look better. Um, Took a look at the Genesis ones, because I do have the six-button controller. Um, I actually bought it for PC, but I can repurpose it for the Switch because I have the 8-bit dough um, six-button Genesis controller. So I hooked that Mm -hmm. up and started playing it. Um, I I really like the Castlevania Bloodlines and a handful of other things are on there. There's a decent selection. There's some Shinobi games and stuff like that, Trees. I think Shadow Dancer's on there. Um, Okay. But uh, and they've got more of the classic, so like or classic filters and stuff. You can have the scan lines, but that softens the image a little bit. Kind of looks like a composite, you know, video. So kind of what right. you remember. Uh, they've got the the full screen, and then they've got the the you know the pixel perfect, and then the the full screen four by three. Um, well, so however you want to play it, Genesis again, emulation. Have, oh, sorry. Again, I have all the gen- those Genesis games. <laughs> yeah, and most people with the Genesis part. collection do. But yes, yeah. any Genesis collector, like I will play those games on the Genesis, not on this. But I checked it out. Mm. My point is, is that if you just casually want some random games that are free, I don't know that Switch Online justifies it. I think that price is right. way too high. But if you and eight friends want to get together and each chip in 10 bucks and do it, eh, you have a decent selection of games for it. You know, it's okay. It's okay if that's what you want just casually. Um, right. But my point is, is that the internet makes too big a deal about this shit. If you guys care that much about input lag or details or things like that, you fucking own an N64 or you've got some emulator that can fix it. You know, right. I get the Jeff Kersmans of the world that criticize it, but guys like that research is already done. Like that's not what this is for. <laughs> at all so um but yeah so and trees you've been a little quiet i'm guessing it's getting late is it yes it's late um it's late also what are you gonna say about this stuff i i'm g- gonna go out on a limb and say that these kind of emulators on and or on switch just yeah aren't your bread and it, butter well i just i don't need any of them right because the n64 i don't like any n64 games I know. Right. I don't so like this now, system. even if you had your liked. your selection of every N sixty four game, you're like, it's fine. I don't have any game I want to play. <laughs> right. I'm not missing out of anything. 
and if it was in the Genesis, I have all the Genesis games, right? We all know this. I collect Genesis games. So yes, if anybody, this is not a product for you. Yes. Yeah, so overall, I don't know, but for me personally, like if it was free, it was just a free upgrade. Yeah, I'd check all the stuff out, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm but not I paying still extra think for the shit. There's something already. about just yeah. I for me, it's like oh, and it's not on a CRT TV. I hate to be that guy. It's perfectly serviceable if you don't have a CRT TV, but if you do have one, why wouldn't you? Right, like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, so that's it for my week. But uh, yeah, got to check it out. Got to play some retro stuff. And yeah, I'm, uh, right now I'm saying I'm having a lot more fun with old games than new games. But I've heard Pumpkin Jack is a great throwback to those uh, 3D, you know, action third person platformers from, you know, this era, right? The the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 era. So uh, I look at, I'm looking forward to playing it this week. Uh, or well, what's left of this week, this weekend as kind of a celebration for, uh, you know, Halloween and stuff. So, yeah, I'm not pumpkin. Jack. I don't know what that is. You, you mentioned that all the time. Oh, like, sorry. Pumpkin, pumpkin Jack, Jack was a independently developed and released last year. Third person Halloween based action platformer. So he looks like if you look it up, like he looks kind of like a scarecrow with a jack-o'-lantern for a head. Okay. So, um, and, uh, it was made by one guy. Um, but the big deal is it's like all the fancy stuff, right? It's got, um, really cool lighting engine. It's got ray tracing. It's got HDR, you know, all that fun stuff. When it came out, it had the whole gamut. It has DLSS on PC. I don't, which is dynamic learning, super sampling. Um, but, uh, it's got all that. It's got all the bells and whistles, and then it's just a fun throwback to that era, right? Like uh, some people have mentioned medieval. If you want a quick and okay. easy, you know, version, it's it's kind of like a a modern day take on medieval. All right. So, and everyone who plays it says, if you like games like that, this one will be fun. So, I was looking forward to it, wanted to play it this holiday season, and then found out at the beginning of this month that if you own it on Xbox or PlayStation that next gen update was coming out this week. It came out yesterday. And so I was like, oh, okay. I'll wait till the end of the month to play it now. So this is something I've been anticipating. So I'm looking forward to <laughs> wrapping up the 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 holiday uh the the, the Halloween holiday with that. Um, because I definitely have some non horror games that I want to hit the ground running with uh next week. So Okay. So yeah. Cool. So that's that. I think without with that, I think we're we're done. Yeah. Sure. All right. Yeah, I'm fading. I'm fading out. It's fine. It's catching I up with me. My week. My week's catching up with me. That's fair. <laughs> you should get what little sleep you can, and then hopefully, maybe you can make up for a little bit of lost time on the weekend. Maybe we'll see. It, even if it's in the middle of the day. <laughs> so, alrighty. Well then, until next week. Happy gaming. <laughs> Later.